listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Be nobody's darling. Be an outcast. Take the contradictions of your life and wrap around you like a shawl. To parry stones to keep you warm. Watch the people succumb to madness with ample cheer. Let them look askance at you and you askance reply. Be an outcast. Be pleased to walk alone, uncool, or line the crowded riverbeds with other impetuous fools. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtails podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That was deep. Who is that one? Uh, that was Alice Walker. Hmm. Yeah. Karen Ooh. always, Karen always, uh, revealing the tricks behind my magic tricks. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to encourage people to look up the poems and find their new faves and old faves and be reminded and refreshed. And Karen's just skipping to the shortcut. So I'm sorry. I was like, Ooh, I like this. Who is this? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called Be Nobody's Darling by Alice Walker. Uh, at any rate, uh, we are live on a Monday morning, mm-hmm. which means, of course, we have three days until Black Panther for us. Yay! Three days. Yay, three days. I'm ready. I'm excited. And I had to tell some of my coworkers, they was like, well, I'm not going to see it till Thursday or Saturday. And I was like, well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to avoid people. Stay off the internet. Don't talk to nobody because it will be spoiled. Mm-hmm. I know black people are going to be spoiling this. It's going to be a lot of people that don't know the protocol going to see this movie. So. Right, right. Some people, like, they, mm-hmm. they don't know this is going to be their first Marvel experience. You know, for some people, because it's the, you know, mm-hmm. they was like, I don't care about nothing else, but I like the black man. He's going to mm-hmm. be gang, so I'm, I'm in. And so, you know, I'm trying to save a lot of you folks so your feelings getting hurt and getting cussed out across the internet and you don't know why. Well, we have a very special brand new guest. This is the second day in a row that we've had a brand new guest on the show. I know. Um, but it's Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. You can find Mocha Minutes everywhere that you find podcasts. You can also find it on Twitter, Mocha Minutes, all one word, no spaces, no underscores, none of that. Um, Stephanie, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good. How's everybody doing? See, Karen saved me a Google, so now I don't have to Google this poem. Thank you, Karen. You're always looking out for us sisters. Because <laughs> you, you was reading, I was listening, I was like, oh, that's speaking, who, who is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, black woman, you gonna tell um, me, boy. Well, for the rest of y'all, <laughs> if y'all ever wonder who it is, uh, you can always Google it, unless Karen asks. Then right I, then i'll tell y'all <laughs> um so stephanie how long have you been doing your podcast so i have been doing my podcast since last september actually so you just so, a, you just a podcasting baby yeah. you just a, just a baby's having babies on these podcasts just a babe <laughs> what was you it know, somebody plucked me from the reeds <laughs> you know, well, off, plucked me from the reeds what was I'm the good uh, now what was the inspiration to start a show so actually it was you guys okay two days i have been in a listening row. to all right <laughs> tbwt you're like oh not to brag but oh, no, it was us <laughs> but i started listening to this podcast about two two and you were like you know if you guys have all these thoughts y'all should just start a podcast i'm like you're right mm. you're right you're right hey you you and broke so up you I, broke up a little bit how how long ago was it that that you say you were listening like two and a half years ago yeah two and a half cool cool all right keep going i'm sorry i just wanted to get it clear yeah yeah (laughs) 
So I actually know um, a local podcaster here. And so I actually guest hosted her show. And I was like, yeah, I know. I needed like a swift kick in the ass. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. But still, I took months to actually just pull the trigger and just go, yeah, I'm going to start my podcast. Yeah, and so here I am. And you do yours uh, by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, mostly. Not that you don't ever mm-hmm. have people, but um, I know I've listened to a few episodes that you've done solo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, how do you have the confidence? I I've been doing this show forever, and I don't have the confidence to do a solo <laughs> show. I I know I could, like, because I I'm believe a you could too. Mm-hmm. I believe you absolutely could. Yeah, I, I know Karen could. Yeah, I yeah. I could talk on the I mic like could. we all sitting across from each other. <laughs> yeah karen karen talks to me in the car like like she talks over whatever i'm listening to so she doesn't really need uh necessarily a participating audience she just does uh but 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 stephanie what was the thing for like how what made you go i'm gonna do this on my own and 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 whatnot so i actually started with a co-host but this wasn't what she wanted to do. Mm. And so I ended up being solo and I was first going, I'm not going to be able to do this. And then after like two or three episodes, I'm like, I can do this. I still like talking to other people, but I like doing it solo. Mm. Cause I literally get all my thoughts out and just go, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and cut off the mic and just walk away. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that's dope, man. Um, and then you also like, uh, I was listening to your show and you had a like uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and get people on my show i'm gonna be on, i'm gonna ask to be on people's shows and whatnot uh, what was the inspiration to, to just be like look man i'm gonna just go out here and, and put my best foot forward and see what happens um i think joining a lot of different podcast groups on facebook because for me and nobody believes me when i say this i am very shy mm. and no one believes me when i say that because they're like you're doing this podcast I've met you in person. You're not shy. I'm like, yeah, I kind of am. So I've been one of those people. I don't put myself out there like that. I don't. I never really have. And I was like, you know, what I've been doing in the past has not been working for me. I Mm. need to do something a little bit different. And so once I started doing that, I met other podcasters. And I'm like, why haven't I met you before? And I think about all the people that I've met. I'm like, God. You can't be the same way and think you're going to get better results. That's true. So it's like I had to change. You know what? Something I realized just listening to podcasters kind of talk about themselves. Uh, most people, their podcasts are introverts. I've kind, I'm kind of coming to that realization. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some mm-hmm. extroverts to podcasts, but most are introverts that actually aren't odd or or they're not awkwardly the socially awkward like they can function mm-hmm. but they mostly keep within themselves mm-hmm. and because of the microphone they sound like extroverts but they're actually introverts like i'm an extrovert in extrovert everywhere i go mm-hmm. everywhere i be that's who i am yeah i know i have a lot of stuff yeah. uh internally that's how i line up my thoughts with a lot of stuff like just in, internally mm-hmm. i like like it's why the show sounds organized and why because i'm always thinking like that yes. you know if y'all, i know one of the <laughs> habits i have just in regular speech um but it, i know it probably comes across on the show um i do a lot of one two three four five in my head so i do a lot of like well okay it's three things about this one is blah, blah, blah. but i'm always thinking like that y'all just uh, happen to be let in on that because we're talking but correct that's just mm-hmm. so i think it lends itself i think podcasting as a medium kind of lends itself to that the other thing with extroverts and this is no offense to extroverts but 
a lot of them just kind of want to show up and be the star of things like extroverts right. don't, they don't always set up things you know and mm-hmm. there's sometimes where it does kind of crash and burn around an extrovert because it you know something that's designed to kind of uh, bring attention to your opinions and whatnot sometimes people get into it for the wrong reason so they get attracted to it more so because of the idea of i'm gonna get a lot of attention right and when you first start mm-hmm. you actually don't get a lot of attention no you don't um and people kind of crash and burn and fold in on themselves i think introverts do the best in podcasting because your your thing mm-hmm. was i didn't say this so i could get all the fucking attention i Correct. said this because you know right i want to put out a product i'm proud of i might be entertained i might be whatever but there's a certain level of distance i want to keep from people which is healthy in my opinion right for doing something where Mm -hmm. you're giving your opinion all the time um have you had now you're still it's still early in the game have you had anybody give you any feedback that uh you were like oh no not not this (laughs) um i think the only feedback i've gotten was about sound Mm. and my thing is with that i take it as great that's going to help me get better because right. i learned he's like because we're all around the same age so mm-hmm. you know me and karen are on our auntie status right now come on and we have learned how to take <laughs> we have learned one how to be fucking adults and two take critique and realize that it's constructive as opposed to always thinking it so if someone said hey the sound on this didn't sound the best you may want to try this i'm like Mm-hmm. thank you yeah and more so like what you mean you accept the product that i give you and you don't question me <laughs> but when you're, grown, when, you're, when you're a grown-ass woman you're like thank you for that yeah it's a like it's a fine line because like there's there's constructive criticism and then there's like this kind of uh more negative type of thing that people have like people write in and be like i don't like your voice i'm like what was i supposed to do about that you know what i mean like i can't this the voice you know i got change my vocal cords right <laughs> you know like get a voice over artists <laughs> you know uh but um yeah there, there's a certain level of that that um you know that i do think is healthy and mm-hmm. it it does help to mm-hmm. uh to accept it with an open heart because you know a lot of times if people are taking the time to listen to your shit they do want it to be the best it can be and whatnot some of the stuff is realistic mm-hmm. some of the stuff is just that they don't see your vision because we've also had people right. that write in they're like well what about mm-hmm. this and i'm like i don't want to have a show that we do that thing that you want us to do so you know unfortunately oh, yeah. you know we can't but yeah it's definitely um i think when you're early starting out like you know there's like a honeymoon period correct which uh i mm-hmm. really I, I cherish that period now you know what i mean uh but we've kind of fought to get to this new period of uh you know kind of surrounded by a lot of people that root for us so that's mm-hmm. dope um mm-hmm. now what um what's your favorite show that you've done so far like do you go back and listen to yourself um after you record i do of course i do it for the edit but then i also literally like i post my like super early in the morning mm-hmm. on tuesdays mostly because i can do my makeup while i'm listening to it so it's like <laughs> i can do my makeup i can head to work <laughs> i have a system okay mm-hmm. <laughs> it is real so i listen to it and i just go oh i like that and i find myself doing what i do when i listen to other podcasts like yours and someone else's like I find myself answering myself on my podcast, like mm-hmm. I'm talking to someone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, then this must be a good show if I'm actually answering myself. Yeah. So I think one of my favorite ones I had, um, 
one of my favorite solo ones was when I was talking about Tyrese. I think it's maybe like my fourth or fifth. And then another one was when I had two guys on. It was Derek from Single Simulcast and Gerald from the Buy Black podcast. And mind you, Gerald does a business podcast. Right. This is not his lane to talk about like current events. And we were talking about, you know, Aziz Ansari and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm. And it was so great that one had that perspective from a guy's perspective. Like, I know how I feel and I know like my thoughts on it, but to have like a basically a, like a round table where we all can discuss it. I loved doing that show, mm. especially with Gerald, who does a business podcast. He's like, this isn't my thing. And he's like, I really like doing this. He's like, you let me know next time you want me to come back. Because he's like, I do, he feels kind of conservative with his because he's just talking about businesses. But he's a wealth of information at the same time. But if any time I could like talk about Ratchet TV or current events or sports, he's like, I I welcome it. (laughs) All I do is talk about businesses. (laughs) You know, let me kick back and, you know, you know, unbutton a little bit. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the things with our show too, being that it's comedy, but it's also like a lot of social commentary and stuff. But, sometimes we have mm. guests where i know they like being with us because they get to cut up right you know mm-hmm. and i think that's pretty mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yep. you know but even with that we have some people that we just tell them to beat it we tell them we right. are bad influence and they'll be like i want to be around <laughs> and you like no 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 we'll meet you we can go out to dinner we can cut up in that format but you can't have your <laughs> brand associated with us yeah not all brands are compatible Mm-mm. you know what i mean like we have people that are in like political spaces right and activist spaces and stuff and we like, like you're gonna be a mayor lawyer right. you know doctor you trying to be somebody beat it like we definitely root for you we <laughs> definitely root for y'all but don't don't hang around there that's what it's like right, right. His friends were we, doing. man don't stay around here don't be around us drug dealers you about to go make some like my nightmare is that like <laughs> that like l joy williams is running for senate one day right and then they pull out a clip from some oh. shit from, from like guess the race or some shit and they be like well you didn't seem to be so concerned with racism when you quote and i do quote he was a jungle bunny what was so funny about that senator williams you know what i mean yeah i'm like, not trying to kill none of her plans i I don't want uh uh niggas blaming us for the reason why she didn't she didn't uh, nope. win her mayor spot. Yeah, so you know, I know we you don't want those problems. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so and there's nothing wrong with knowing that, you know, uh that we all have a lane to fill, so um mm-hmm. at any rate um we appreciate you joining us and mm-hmm. we're about to get into a whole bunch of segments and thank shit. you so much for having me no problem man appreciate you I'm asking excited. you know um now of course this is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast mm. is brought to you by listeners like you um just go to blackoutist.com and look on the first page you go to the right hand side and you can donate to the show that's an easy way to help us out you can also go to the blackoutist.com slash premium and sign up to become a premium member and listen to our bonus shows we have movie reviews we have sports show we have uh uh we have tv show reviews mm-hmm. music uh we have all kinds of shit it's just so much stuff behind the paywall uh at this point 
so much yeah you'll never get through all of it that's the goal um i don't know anyone who's listened to it all but i'm glad to have uh it's like netflix but with podcasts like you should have more than enough shit you know how every friday something come out on netflix and you kind of like oh i would watch that Mm -hmm. but i just don't have the time that's kind of how we wanted to be with our product yeah and also uh did you finish with the store what store oh yes we do so much shit i do shit when i'm not even supposed to be doing shit so all right this is a <laughs> this is a big this is a, a good kind of announcement um so y'all know we this christmas we had the teespring store for the blackout test merchandise mm-hmm. and while teespring is a cool platform or whatever yo it is so fucking hard to navigate yes it is and i can't ever mm-hmm. figure out how to put in the pricing scale because everything costs a different amount you can't just say i want to make 10 percent profit off of everything it doesn't work like that it's mm-hmm. like so you want to make three dollars off this so like in our show it was kind of jank- in our store it was kind of janky because like some hoodies would be like thirty dollars and the other hoodie would be like thirty five and i'm like i don't even know how the difference right. is right then you have and, to do it individually too right right, right. well, well it's, it's complicated but the right. whole thing is you can't even go back and fix it like oh let me make this hoodie thirty dollars so that all the hoodies are thirty it'll be like no you need to delete that whole thing re-upload the design put this whole listing back out and don't let god god forbid somebody mm-hmm. buy one because if they buy one you gotta wait till they get their fucking thing shipped before you can take it oh, down oh. it was too much work so uh when we went to podcon mm-hmm. there was this company that i actually get a lot of my t-shirts from called t public yes you guys probably see uh seen a lot of my shirts and stuff um and t public like had a meeting with us and like offered us like they hunted hey. us down at podcon it was like hey we got something to give you yo they really like that it was man crazy. was like we gonna get up with you yeah he gave us free shit he, <laughs> like it was crazy like it was like oh right karen and then uh when we got back i was like i'll look into your offer and we'll see what's up and um like it was super easy to sign up um it's a great for like graphic art designers and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you're an artist and you want to get your work out there um t public is a great place so anyway we have a t public store now and i'll put the link in the show notes and i also put it on the podcast the good news is for the next i think day and a half everything that is on there for shirts is on sale 14 dollars a shirt that's way cheap i couldn't even make it that cheap on t teespring if i wanted to right like yes. it, i know some people some people want to purchase stuff they're like yeah. oh my god that's so high and that was not us we didn't have even if i put zero dollars profit it still wouldn't be no fucking 14 dollars right so um, and they routinely have sales for 14 dollars how i normally get my shirts but mm-hmm. um at any rate um all our stuff is on there i'll put it in the show notes i uploaded like six different designs um and then also i would like to put out a call to artists like if you would like to draw design or something mm-hmm. based off of the show whether it's jokes whether mm-hmm. it's you know chad's Mc, chad with bozeman oh, black history or something i don't know like just different mm-hmm. jokes we black twitter csi you know mm-hmm. like we come up with stuff on the show all the time right so like if you like to submit artwork for us to uh put in the store or whatnot we will pay you for the artwork yeah, we will pay you um if we decide to use it you mm-hmm. know and, and also you know if the price is not if it's too low or too high or you know too low or whatever 
uh that's totally fine we we won't use anybody's artwork that doesn't want it to be used correct but um yeah we we love to take submissions for artwork and stuff uh based off the show because then people can go buy the shirts and it kind of keeps the community going so yeah t public is where you can find it you can also you can just go to t public right now search tvgwt it'll bring you to our store which is that's easier to search because whenever you would go to the other side you could never you could never just go into the site i've tried it before hit the site and just google us right you could never find and, it and with teespring you have to pay for that and with teespring also if you want to um go do a sale you got to put in this fucking like super weird code and oh, then you, you tried you that have to use a link and like it's super anyway this is much simpler so yeah t public is where you can get all the stuff oh and there's also other stuff mugs hoodies like everything that was on the other side is there too um so you can still get all that stuff along with your shirts your Mm -hmm. you know they got baseball shirts they got everything it was so much easier to set up thank god for t public um all right let's get into the news and stuff okay (laughs) there's all kinds of stuff that's happening um so uh y'all know this movie peter rabbit yes okay yeah uh, how could you forget that thing was fucking everywhere i was i'm so glad it's out i'm tired of seeing <laughs> bunny well it's out uh shout out to my man dumb now gleason who uh plays um the evil captain dude in uh the star wars movies ah stay getting force slammed mm-hmm. and shit um well in this movie he takes on a group of uh rambunctious rabbits that kick his ass the whole movie so yeah that's becoming like his go-to move is getting his ass kicked all the time <laughs> well peter rabbit's in hot water shout out to fatal attraction <laughs> oh, shit. uh sam rose has a son who loves peter rabbit who is a character from a children's book by beatrix potter but she won't take him to see peter rabbit the new movie loosely based on it why because her son has food allergies and there's a scene in the film that shows blackberries being used as a weapon the backlash to the scene is already drawn an apology from the filmmakers. What? Mm-hmm. That is so white. Peter- Come on! Come on! So white. Peter Rabbit, which came Does out. Does he have a blackberry allergy? Right! Well, see, y'all say it's white, but it's blackberries. I mean, it's not like she did it for white berries, okay? I mean, I mean, all berries matter. has a food allergy. What does he have? A nut allergy, but it's blackberries. All berries matter to me. I so mean, I mean, are they forcing him to eat blackberries? If you watch the like, movie, I'm not gonna get your epipen. You're gonna die, boy. I don't understand. What's the problem here? If you watch the movie and you have a peanut allergy, you know it might be offensive, Karen okay some people get offended by these things i mean i know imax and 3d is you know future technology but i doubt they're gonna throw some blackberries into the audience and make you eat them Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean I, I hear y'all but i'm just saying they obviously they was extremely uh, offended uh, uh. you know they're not alone uh she was offended on behalf of her child right which i always oh. love people love getting offended on the behalf child's of probably their kids in boogers right now you know what though i feel bad for kids like this because like the rest of them kids got to go see the movie man they're gonna be talking about it yeah they're gonna spoil it for them and shit Mm -hmm. now i got to let me see it yeah i gotta be the weird kid that didn't get to go see it like come on man that's that's messed up mom let me just go see it and warn me about it you know 
keep in mind mm-hmm. no no problem with the 3d real ass violence all throughout the fucking trailer in the, that movie right the the <laughs> violence we seen i'm talking about he getting right. toe up they you know slamming in the walls you know electrocuted like and I, i'm not trying to be funny yeah. like what white nonsense is this r- right what white nonsense right is this? right well <clears throat> uh, apparently the human character tom mcgregor is allergic to blackberries and in a quest to gain access to his garden rabbits pelt him with fruits and vegetables before using a slingshot to send a blackberry flying into his mouth now i haven't seen the movie but if they had access to fruits and vegetables to throw at him why didn't they just eat those fruits and vegetables rather than run into the garden not just they already had the, the answer to the problems they had the food oh just me all right anyway it works mr mcgregor struggles to inject himself with an EpiPen, and then has an anaphylaxis and collapses oh, um no. mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure beatrix oh, no. potter will be turning in her grave about now miss rose who lives outside guildford in surrey england said in an interview on facebook messenger allergies are often not taken seriously enough anyway to have them trivialize the documentary is a kid's story to have them trivialized i say on the big screen by such a popular <laughs> character is immensely disappointing i wonder i wonder is that in the book the the blackberry allergy mm-hmm. i doubt it i doubt it in an emailed statement on sunday the filmmakers and sony pictures apologized so boom karen boom stephanie y'all were wrong sony apologized no, just because you apologize don't mean that people complain all right mm, well i don't defend people who no. apologize food allergies are a serious issue our film should not have made light of peter's rabbit's arch nemesis mr mcgregor being allergic to blackberries and even in a cartoon cartoonish slapstick way so yeah uh beating him up electrocuting him trying to kill him with a rake at the foot of his bed right completely fine no problem with that blackberry allergies too far the statement mm. hate if he'd had everybody mm. got their line right. everybody got their line hate if he had um, milk allergies milk allergies well you know lactose oh. intolerance is no laughing matter karen mm. apparently it's not many a night in the bathroom says it is not funny the statement which was attributed in part to the film's director writers and producers added we sincerely regret not being more aware and sensitive to this issue we truly apologize kenneth mendez the president and chief executive of the asthma and allergy foundation of america saw the movie on saturday when rabbits fire a blackberry into mr mcgregor's mouth mr mendez said there's a close-up of his face and it's him holding his neck like he's choking when mr mcgregor collapses and appears to be dead for a moment the rabbits cheer mr mendez said in an open letter to the movie makers that they should not mock food allergies which are often life-threatening making light of this condition hurts our members because it encourages the public not to take the risk of allergic reactions seriously and this cavalier attitude may make them act in ways that could put an allergic person in danger it said imagine if you Who saw these a person- assholes is cheering when somebody passes out from an allergic reaction imagine if you're at a restaurant and you were sitting next to a person and they fell on the ground choking to death and their face was blue and they was gonna die and you was like oh wait remember that movie <laughs> oh this is just like that movie this hey y'all see peter rabbit oh come over here and look at this dude dying like is that really a real realistic expectation no but like i said all that violence was okay though like mm-hmm. I'm, you know if you were gonna complain about something 
you know you ain't complained about him being electrocuted multiple times the only reason why i know that is because i seen the preview 15 1100 times and he got electrocuted like six times straight keep in mind also it was enough electricity to send him across the room right we we see him across the room go go into a staircase we don't see him we we see yeah. him fly across the room and, and and fall into other stuff we don't see him with sharp objects and yeah. they laughed at that too them rabbits was laughing now here's the other part of it mm-hmm. he was gonna kill them rabbits right you know what i'm saying like i'm on the rabbit side you know babe this is like the people that went and saw planet of the apes and rooted for the fucking people no nigga it's the, it's the planet of the apes nigga y'all fuck this up for us this is not for for you this is for them you know what i mean like i'm rooting for peter and them to fuck him up and get in the garden like the fuck you they didn't like know? was fine before he came right that white woman that is his fiance mm-hmm. or whatever was absolutely fine with them rabbits being in the garden she like leave them rabbits alone and his ass out there like nah fuck that son mm-hmm. but you get what you get okay over here fucking trying to columbus the rabbit garden and shit um anyway um peter uh mr gregor is made out to be the villain <laughs> made out to be the villain oh, okay he is the villain he what are we villain? talking about here are people saying the same he thing trying to, he's trying to boil some bunnies did y'all miss that part but believe me because i didn't there are good there are good people on both sides of this okay guys <laughs> good animals on <laughs> both sides <laughs> <laughs> both sides <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean you got a porcupine that that, that like the think the he did an electrical fence and on on no discussion the preview you touched it mm-hmm. and i mean she touched it and like mm-hmm. her her needles flew out and started yeah. uh, uh going at people mm-hmm. did the acupuncture people have a fit i don't understand what's happening here <laughs> porcupine i mean i know peter got a problem with this movie for sure but they got a problem with every movie so that's fine um so yeah he's determined to keep rabbits off his property using whatever he needs from garden tools to an electric fence right that's the other thing they use his electric <laughs> fence to electrocute him like it was all his own mm-hmm. shit peter rabbit is rascally too he seems to delight in mocking and hurt mr mcgregor as the two battle over dominion of the garden the movie fits an old trope of children's shows in which the two nemeses like wiley coyote and the roadrunner elmer fudd buzz bunny or tom and jerry face off often with slapstick violence in the form of explosions high speed crashes or falling anvils the reaction to the blackberry attack in peter rabbit which is rated pg for rude humor and action was mixed on social media some objected to what they saw as insensitive disregard for allergies and groups from as far away as australia called for an apology others said it was only a movie and suggested the parents use it to start a conversation with their children about allergies right dr andrew aidsman the chief of developmental and behavioral pediatrics at the cohen children's medical center of new york and queens said he remembered watching wiley coyote cartoons as a child he said the blackberry attack in peter rabbit is a little different because it purposely exploits the person's health condition oh yeah i see yes as opposed to dropping an anvil on someone i, I get it right as opposed this is to much worse wiley coyote <laughs> you know i'm grown so, so as opposed what to the hell is wrong with you them? know blowing up with a stick of dynamite as opposed to order mm, order not that off is, a cliff right that is you know that that acne book was expensive as shit you know i bet you he looked at that shit uh-huh. what, what, what was his credit his had to have a ridiculous credit score because he charged on that card a lot i'm actually surprised there's not an episode of wiley coyote in the roadrunner where he just fucking spends all day in court suing acme 
this is a class action lawsuit yes about and then they go through all the shit that didn't work like elmer fudd testifies daffy duck testifies like just everybody like yo we bought these products from acme come on and it ended in some fucking hilarious deaths and hijinks and we want our fucking money back we want our money back and and uh <laughs> I, I would like to see the episode where he charged his car and it declined he had to go through customer service because you know it can't be that perfect all the time yeah mm. anyway um Mm-mm. this is a long ass ah! by the way this is in the new york times y'all this is oh the... so nothing else happened today trump oh, didn't do fuck nothing them. <laughs> the, oh fuck them the, the new york times They're made time to interview people all this shit they went and found the six people that had a problem with this and was like um lay it on us tell us what the problem is with so. three, re- three retweets on twitter probably the employees children mm-hmm. that's that's probably why it was so easy to print this nicole dre of hey vicky <laughs> <laughs> nicole dre of Narek, new york and her huh. said her son brayden seven has such severe allergies that she takes him to a movie theater early in the day when the air and the seats are as clean as possible um yeah she ever been to a movie theater mm-hmm. they don't clean them seats well no, they don't they went to see peter rabbit on friday morning miss dre said in a phone interview that uh uh when mcgregor collapsed on screen she tried to reassure her son I just kept explaining to him that it's make believe, it's not real, and people don't act that way. <laughs> so did she do that when he got electrocuted? Did, like, Fell through the porcupine coming. What part did you? What about have when? To reassure him? What about when the rabbit put on clothes and talked? Like right, it's like um. Wow, she gonna start tasting like rabbits like through Central Park. Hey, come here and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I got a jacket for you. Right. Like my uh my wrong. son was very confused by when the porcupine hung out at the ranch since porcupines aren't really uh a garden type of animal. Um and I had to explain to him. He was very perturbed. He got an asthma attack right in the front row of the theater. Um <laughs> and she said Brayden did not like, what like is it. What's going on? I feel like I can say these jokes, guys. Okay, I had asthma as a kid. Uh, Brayden did not like it. I was really afraid about the one part where they shot the blackberries, he said. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He said this. Hold on. I was really afraid about the one part where they shot the blackberries. I was upset because he had to use his EpiPen. In real life, he added that using the EpiPen is scary. Um, Miss Dre said that she knew it was just a children's film, but that people that don't deal with this don't understand. She spent years helping Brayden deal with bullying, isolation, medical appointments, and everyday logistical challenges of finding safe food. I think there should have been a trigger warning, and we should have been notified somehow. Mm. Where is this child? I'm going to chase him around with some blackberries to see what happens. <laughs> let's go around with a little box come here come here come here come here oh they about to have to start putting this before movies like warning food allergy uh humor i wonder wow that's that's a lot food allergies i was wondering what the timeline was talking about like we're mad at peter rabbit why it's a dumbass movie what why we mad right put it out there she said put it out there so we can at least talk to our kids about the contents and then make an informed decision yo also like i'm this i don't know this is the whitest shit ever because like there's whole ass movies that black people are offended by that are like nominated for oscars right now and these and like six people went and saw peter rabbit and didn't like a joke and got into the new york times complaining that's i feel vicariously fucked with as a black person 
You know what? It's the editor in chief's grandson. I swear to goodness, it probably is. It's probably his grandson, and he came into Pop Pop's office and told him about the movie. And he said that would make a good story. Yeah, man. It's like access. It's one. It's weird because like page. white people's access to like power and having a voice is just so like. um I don't know. It's hard not to envy it. You know what I mean? Because it's such a small thing in the right. in the way in the scheme of the world. But here they are, like in the mm. New York Times. That's that's wild, yo. Mm. Anyway, Absolutely. make sure you guys vote for three Ugh. three billboards outside of Evans. Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's see what else we got here. <laughs> oh, that police officer that got fired because he wouldn't shoot a suspect that was armed um he finally settled his lawsuit out of court um mm-hmm. he settled it for one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. um the american civil liberties union of west virginia announced a settlement with the city of weirton on monday uh stephen matter said he did nothing wrong in may 2016 when he tried to persuade 23 year old rj williams of mckee's rocks pennsylvania to put down his weapon another officer later saw williams with his gun raised and fatally shot him williams gun was unloaded matter said he determined williams wanted to die by suicide by cop so he didn't want to kill him right matter still maintains that his firing was unjustified in the statement he said he was happy to put this chapter of my life to bed my hope is that no one other no other person on the either end of a police call has to go through this again Weirton City Man Travis Blosser said Monday that the city stands by the firing. Officials in Weirton, an Ohio River community of 19,000 residents, 36 miles west of Pittsburgh, said that Matter was fired eight weeks after the shooting for conduct unbecoming of an officer in three separate incidents. We still feel we made the correct decision. Blosser said in the telephone interview, we don't regret that decision. We feel we made the correct decision for the community. Blosser said the decision to settle the lawsuit was made by the city's insurance carrier williams was black and matter the police officer was white the shooting occurred in the midst Uh of a national debate whether race figures in the law enforcement in the black community lawsuit contended matter was uh the lawsuit contended that matter was fired specifically for the williams incident matter has had said that he would have done nothing differently the lawsuit cited the state constitution which prohibits a police officer from using deadly force unless the officer has reason to believe the target of such force poses an immediate threat or death of of serious bodily injury to the officer or others according to the lawsuit matter responded to a call from williams girlfriend that he threatened to hurt himself with a knife matter said his marine corps and police officer training tie him to assess threat level he said williams was visibly upset but not aggressive or violent matter believed williams did not pose a risk of death or serious bodily injury to himself or others and after matter ordered williams to drop his unloaded gun williams responded i can do i can't do that just shoot me two other officers arrived and then williams raised his gun one of the officers fatally shot williams in the head uh matters lead attorney timothy o'brien of pittsburgh said in a statement that matters attempt to de-escalate the situation should have been praised not punished simply put no police officer should ever feel forced to take a life unnecessarily to save right. his career matters personnel absolutely mm-hmm. his personnel file previously obtained by the ap through a freedom of information act request included an investigative report by a weirton police captain who wrote that williams presented a clear and present danger to others and recommended matters fire for several firing for several incidents in march 2016 he was issued a verbal warning for opening a car door to place a ticket inside without having a search warrant um and cursing at the car owner's wife a disorderly conduct charge against the owner was later dropped 
um a month later matter responded to a call about a cardiac arrest and found a woman dead on a stairway matter determines the victim died of natural causes he didn't fill out a police report collected no evidence and the body was sent to a funeral home police chief rob alexander called the handling of the suspicious death unacceptable and the autopsy determined the victim sustained blunt force trauma to the neck and upper torso so those other two incidents do sound like he did fuck up but i think he was mm. gonna be fine and they would have been okay with them incidents it was the one where he didn't want to shoot this black dude that uh they decided was too much um so that look, we'll cover up the other mistakes mm-hmm. but you better shoot these darkies <laughs> i can forgive the mishandling of a murder but what i can't ever forgive <laughs> is that you could have took the shot shoot these darkies right <laughs> you could have took the shot and you didn't right what you gonna talk to him what is this the negotiator <laughs> like they civilized right shoot first ask questions later um we shoot all the dogs shoot the dogs right right um anyway um a british liberian artist has accused kendrick lamar and SZA of stealing artwork for the new black panther music video mm. yeah man what yeah they, there's like this um this tapestry in the background of some of the um scenes mm-hmm. and um oh. the artist is saying that that's her okay. work or is derivative of her work at least um and mm. she also says that representatives from black panther did ask to uh use her work lena iris victor is her name um yeah she says representatives from black panther asked for her, her art to be displayed in the film's promotional projects for the for the film but she declined the offer because she said that some about like the money wasn't right she didn't like the artistic terms so she was like no and apparently they decided to use the same sort of patterned artwork despite that um and it does look very similar but not exact um so Mm. i don't know uh it's unknown if, if the artwork is seen in the film but lamar has taken an instagram and thanked all the artists who contributed to the video um uh, february 16th so um, yeah and it's gonna be interesting because like who knows what he what the artist knew the artist might have been like, okay let's use this 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 and just kept it trucking mm-hmm. not realizing that they might not have had permission for that work yeah i mean oh you mean like kendrick and stuff yeah right in the the lawsuit you sue the biggest names i mean it is what it is correct because ain't nobody trying to report on your lawsuit to you know the fucking key grip like you're gonna put all the fucking you know big names all the all the stars and stuff so i kind of get that oh yeah me too um but Mm -hmm. yes and now also at that level it's a production it's uh not a lot of people involved i doubt that um most of the people uh involved in something like that um are like walking around like i'm going to specifically steal your shit but Mm -mm. who knows maybe that's how it happened i don't know but um you know being at the film and the art and the soundtrack and those artists are very much about black empowerment right um if you're stealing somebody's work then it's not really black empowerment so i hope Mm -hmm. that's not what happened but right yeah and and even if it's not what happened I don't know if they will, but I could see them being like, you know what? I somewhere fell through the crack. Here's some money. You know, I mean, you know, just to squash it, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, just to be right mm-hmm. by, by, by her, you know, going, Hey, I didn't know we didn't have access to this. Somebody fucked up somewhere. All I knew was these, this was laid out before me. And these were the particular things that I, you know, picked from a background or whatever, you know, I could see them doing something like that. 
mm-hmm. since you know it was offered and she declined right um so yeah we'll see man uh let's see what else we got here uh oh nancy pelosi gave an eight hour and like 15 minutes uh uh speech i was saying that a whole work shift uh trying to force immigration mm-hmm. votes um Mm-hmm. And some heels too she's 77 years old she read mul- mm-hmm. multiple personal stories from dreamers citing ba- babble passages her speech ranks as the longest given by a member of the house of representatives in at least a century possibly ever focusing on an issue that has vexed democrats for months the speech underscored that democrats lacked the leverage they insisted they would have in spending showdowns with republicans pelosi and others repeatedly promised immigration activists and the party base they would force a vote sparing undocumented immigrants uh brought to the uh united states's children from deportation after president trump rescinded the program in september instead democrats ineffectiveness has angered those same activists and the voters critical in the midterm election year with control of the house of state i I always feel kind of bad about that because um essentially they the only ones that are trying to get keep the dreamers here the only ones and Mm -hmm. the the anger at them is that they over promise um something that they can't deliver um because they Mm -hmm. don't and 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 it's funny because people act like well it's their unwillingness to do what needs to be done no they literally don't have the numbers right and that actually that actually starts in the voting booth come on but the way we talk about politics the voters are literally just like they're antiseptic to personal responsibility like no one wants to say we as a populace don't care enough to go and vote these issues locally because i'm not even talking this right here mm-hmm. this ain't about president no it's not like the president might be a bigot right. but right. he would be ineffective as a bigot if everyone had if there were democrats in office advocating for dreamers right now and he didn't have the numbers to right. go in there and just be like y'all gonna do what i say then we wouldn't even be worried about this shit because it'd be like yeah you can't fucking make force a democratic um government to fucking enforce your bigotry dude so i don't know what the fuck i guess we stuck right but in this case mm-hmm. he they don't have the numbers to even force him out so i if and, and it's, it's weird because if they come in and they say there's no hope we give up we don't have the numbers sorry that everybody's gonna be like man fuck mm-hmm. these democrats i hate them da 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 and then if they come in and they say well we're gonna fight tooth and nail and we're gonna get something done we're gonna make them have to vote on this then all of a sudden it's y'all can't prom y'all over promised y'all can't deliver so i almost feel like in a in a relationship where you have parents the and we're the kids the democrats are like the parent that's the disciplinarian you know or the parent that's like come on you can't let the kid eat ice cream every day and the republicans, yeah! are, the republicans right. are like you can eat as much ice cream as you want don't give a fuck and and for some and some reason the democrats take all the blame and get all no matter what happens and the republicans kind of get to just go be free to be assholes but um anyway yep. she she tried you know <laughs> like i don't know what else to tell you like she really did she really did <laughs> she she's a real one for that shit because uh eight hours knowing that that shit wasn't gonna do nothing i would have probably been like yeah i'm gonna give her about 30 minutes and uh head back to the crib finish binging netflix and she was out here like nah i'm a i'm gonna advocate for people's humanity with this shit even though you know mm-hmm. it wouldn't happen right and, and it's one of those things too where like you say it shows the general population's just ignorance and their non-education on how civics basic civics works 
and how mm-hmm. you know the structure of the system works and you know the three brands i mean shit that not trying to be funny that you learn in like the third or fourth grade and and shit like that you go mm-hmm. all this shit is quote unquote out of whack now and nobody seems to give a fuck yeah and all they want is a debate because right. that's, that's honestly the only thing they have left because we as an american right. populace have not given them the tools to go fight for anything Mm-mm. it would take at least to 2018 and i think even then you can only take i want to say the house but not the senate or the senate and not the house but like only one of those is gonna get yeah. actually possibly get taken like you know we have and we have a tremendous like i think it's the most number of women candidates ever running uh planning to run in 2018 like it's, mm-hmm, there's some positive mm-hmm. things on the outlook but we have to get there first and it's february yeah you know what i mean like that shit ain't right. till mostly till right. november the end of the year that's a long way to go and this all they really have is is fucking these type of political stunts and optics at this point because i think we talk a good game and our circles talk a good game and social media and shit <coughs> but when it comes to like getting that fucking booth and making it so that you know uh, a motherfucker ain't gotta go on here and beg for the humanity of somebody like we don't actually believe in that no no in general we don't because votes matter you know there's a lot of people that really are on this votes don't count well i guess my opinion is if votes don't count why is everybody fighting so hard to take votes why every time you look around people gerrymandering Mm -hmm. why is every time you look around they putting restrictions and and wanting you to get you your birth certificate and all this shit you know just for the right to vote if some of them had their way they would probably charge charge fees and would actually if you could read if they could but legally they can't yep she's uh exactly go ahead yeah I, what I was going to say is, you know, if your vote wasn't important, they wouldn't be trying to suppress it. Right. Right. Because they know your votes, your vote matters. Here's uh, some other news. Especially I, at the local level. Exactly, man. And here's some other news I found kind of um, positive in a way, in a way. Um, so white Democrats have gotten uh, way more liberal on identity issues in a very short period of time. Um hmm which would have you one it gives me kind of hope because bernie sanders and his ilk assuage any thing that isn't mainstream white economics as uh, identity politics and he's seen by a lot of people to be the voice of the democratic party even though he's not a part of the democratic party right um in the party he's not a democrat right so what i find interesting though is white democrats trend away from that um and i think a lot of it is because of the pressure put on them by black people that are democrats and liberals who are like yeah we're not with the shits you're not gonna leave us behind based off of um Mm -hmm. just trying to go back to get court these trump voters who are never coming back um 538.com wrote this this piece uh white democrats have gotten way more liberal on identity issues by perry bacon jr um the ongoing fight over funding the government, which may finally be on the verge of a long-term resolution, is centered in large part on immigration. Democrats want a replacement for the Deferred Action of Childhood Arrival programs, and if they settle for a deal without one, they're likely to incur a good deal of wrath from their base. The wrath probably would have been substantially milder even a few years ago. There's a broader story happening here, according to public opinion polls. The moves of key elites in the party, Democrats have grown more liberal on issues of race, gender, and identity, and not just non-white and female Democrats. 
whites in the democratic party now see racism against people of color as a huge issue increasingly perceive it on a similar in a similar way to african americans and much differently than white republicans similarly men in the democratic party now see Hmm. women as facing sexism in american society in numbers comparable to how democratic women see the issue and often in much greater degrees than republican women today's democrats have multiple identities but increasingly one position um on identity issues which is the liberal one um i'm not shocked by this at all i feel like um this is the result of a lot of people's work yeah you know what you know what this is a result of black people getting in that ass and was like what you ain't gonna do and like the mayor here in charlotte was doing that bullshit with the officers and we was like oh bitch you thought and we voted her ass out you know because it's one of those things where the reality is whether white liberals want to accept it or not on the democratic side black people are your base brown people are your base particularly black women is we're your base you have to pander to us Mm -hmm. you have to pay us attention and the thing is you have to consider us uh strongly when you make decisions and when you say shit like you can't just be like take us for granted and that's the thing they've taken us for granted so long and i really do Mm -hmm. hope in my heart that hillary clinton losing made them rethink hey we have to restructure the way we do things we can't do this and for the fact that bernie sanders ain't talking to us Mm-hmm. and we have made it loud and clear that was. right we have made it loud and clear that on the average we like oh he don't give a fuck about us and i think for a lot of them they're realizing that he's not a part of the party particularly when he keeps going from, from you know from a d to an i to an i to a d and, but you know that's kind of irritating them to an extent too whatever like he's not a part of our party and everybody oh, well like bitch we told you he's not a part of the party don't act shocked and surprised now this is some shit that we have been telling you for a long time he's never been a part of your party he's an i right now and then gonna turn a d right before it's time for elections and then i think a lot of them were disappointed uh when he ran and he took all that money he was collecting guess what he didn't do invest into people running guess what he didn't do share the wealth Mm -hmm. that's what he did not do he didn't invest in the party at all but he Mm -hmm. wants to be a spokesperson of the party um i would also add he he wants the backing but he doesn't want the work right and like he did run a couple local people after the election but like during the election i don't think i think he knew he wasn't gonna win and i i'm a lot more cynical about him than other people but my cynicism is i think valid and also um it's not really a detriment to him like it's not a insult to him i think he's cynical because he's smart and he he has his message crafted a certain way so that people will will gravitate towards it he's a he's a seasoned veteran politician it's not like i'm I'm not stupid enough to Mm -hmm. act like he just got angry one day and decided to run for president like no one's like if you really got that caught up in that wave then that's kind of on you you know but the thing i would add was um some of this shit is an open response to the embarrassment of trump and the white people who support him right so some of this like Mm -hmm. is there can no longer be a denial because i've i've watched white people change in the last probably year and a half from maybe why not trump and look it's drain the swamp and uh we i just don't want to deal with these politicians they're the real problem he's a businessman or that you know i've watched white people that would claim to be moderate to liberal 
say those kind of things mm-hmm. and i'm like but he's only winning because of racism this that and the other nah you know people want to give him a chance because this that, and the other and now it's become so obvious you can't even run from it Mm-mm. it's just that he's a racist it's just that he's a bigot it's mm-hmm. just that he's a misogynist it's just that he's uh homophobic, homophobic and islamophobic it's just these things and so now i feel mm-hmm. like white people have had to gravitate towards well yeah i think these black people have a point yeah i think these gay people have a point yeah i think these muslim people have a point not because of any level of like because i'm just such a decent person and i'm mm-hmm. learning it's just mm-hmm. like i just don't want to mm-hmm. be considered one of these make america great again hat wearing motherfuckers so bad right think uh, you know what perfect example we had a show they don't want this. the embarrassment yeah and we had a show titled this a long time ago but it was um i think it was titled this but it was something about how tom brady is really the the real trump supporter come on like like his trump trump supporters mm-hmm. always get the label of like the redneck tractor driving fucking you know make america great again hat and got might got a nazi tattoo or some weird shit or got american flag that's not it it's the tom brady's it's the guy that can be in your boardroom it's the co-workers it's the guy who thinks it's cool that his president plays golf and he thinks he's gonna get tax cuts from him and he thinks that uh fuck the poor people and stick it to donald and i never really liked that obama and i, I can't invoice why but i just kind i just never really liked that guy and it's that guy that has enabled uh trump to 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 continue to be successful but let's look at tom brady's art mm-hmm tom brady went from wearing having a make america great again hat bragging about playing golf and getting phone calls from trump tom brady doesn't mention trump now at all he doesn't even like you to ask not him about all. trump not he, at all he'll get an attitude if you bring trump up to his face an attitude dog like he like how dare thee bring up this shit and i think he's indicative of a lot of white people because they don't want to be it ain't just him mm-hmm. it's a lot of white people that went from ha ha isn't this kind of funny quirky and cool to oh shit this got real oh oh i well i hey guys i don't have a i mean i don't really have a problem I with mean, the blacks you know what i right, mean right i got black co-workers you know you got people looking at you sideways and some of them possibly calling you out and asking you questions that you don't have actually a good answer right and you're looking crazy and you're looking stupid and some of them say i'm not racist motherfucker yes you is right and it's not that whether mm-hmm. i believe or not that a guy like tom brady is racist or not i actually really don't care on an individual level whether he is or not um but what i do know is he don't want to publicly be identified as a racist right and that is enough to push people back towards that left because there's a lot of people that are going all the way in with trump and shit they don't give a fuck but we all are like look at this motherfucker you racist don't even try to act like you're not these other people slinking back into the shadows and some of these people that were like identity politics and shit that kind of died down over the last six months or so because identity politics has become the only politics you know the politics of the economy and shit is identity politics yes it is you know so it's kind of interesting to watch people basically have this reaction um with trump so at any rate um yeah most white democrats think whites get advantages uh while of course most republicans don't agree um (laughs) few research center poll conducted last august for example found that 95 percent of black democrats and 73 percent of white democrats agreed to the idea that white people benefit from advantages in society that blacks do not have in contrast 23 percent of white republicans agree with that idea while 76 percent disagreed this is a fucking not even admitting to facts Mm -mm. you know um not at all 
so yeah i'm not surprised by this man um and i think it's i think it's better for america but i also feel like it's only happening because of shame mostly i don't think it's like a awakening as much as it's a you know realization of like i don't want to be grouped in with these racist motherfuckers uh that are overtly racist so let me go back to my white liberal racism and yeah guys are gonna mm-hmm. black lives matter to me you know and i'm like you know what that's fine that's what i i can tolerate that um all right mm-hmm. speaking of which let's do some fucking with black people oh god i didn't even bring my music up that's terrible <laughs> i gotta wait two minutes for this fucking music to come up let me see if i can find another article was like, get together mr dj yeah that's all my fault too um oh, okay here's one um there's <laughs> there's a company in vietnam uh that's a it's a um it's a airline called v- jet and uh it was called uh they had a bikini airline because uh the ceo who is a woman came out with a 2018 bikini calendar last month and they have some different stunts to promote stuff and sometimes controversial like they send bikini clad flight attendants onto some inaugural flights that's not uh welcome in um all of mostly muslim countries and it's been controversial even in vietnam where the air flight was once uh was once uh fined 20 million dong uh over unapproved in-flight entertainment ah, what is that doing pole dancing can we see uh, now they don't have a pole dancing mm-hmm. and they took down the video for um okay but they used they had oh. they had women in bikinis that were the stewardess uh flight attendants mm-hmm. uh stewardess mm-hmm. what is this 1950 what the fuck <laughs> i, I, I didn't know where that came from <laughs> i know what you're talking about because i'm old and old too <laughs> i've been on i haven't even been mm-hmm. on a plane until two years ago i'm sitting up here like back in my day okay these stewardess get on here with their gams <laughs> and not you check a young lady out um anyway However, they apparently gone too far in sending scantily clad women on a charter flight back from China carrying Vietnam's under 23 men's football team that was returning from a 2-1 loss to Uzbekistan on uh, Saturday. Um, hmm. Social media in the communist nation erupted over the photos, including one of an awkward looking young man being embraced by a model in a low cut silver belly top and red underpants. Others showed the sequin and feather adorned pinups posing on the flight, uh, private flight that Vietjet chartered for the team after the tournament. I mean, that, (laughs) that is a risk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They they apologized, calling it an improvised improvised move and not a well thought out marketing strategy. Mm. They even say that the staff have been disciplined. Now, why? Hope they didn't discipline the women they made wear the bikinis. Right. This is part of my outfit. Right. Mm. Oh, man, that's weird. (laughs) I'm wearing my uniform. Right. Right. Like, uh, well, now you're suspended for two weeks, okay? Um, Yeah, but uh, the CEO, I guess, makes the case that in a conservative, repressed Vietnamese society, that this is actually a feminist act. Maybe not on a full <laughs> flight of male professional athletes, though. I mean, couldn't y'all have done this for the women's yeah. football team? Or frat, frat, <laughs> that sounds like a frat boy's playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that, like, sex-positive male feminism where it's like, listen, I support these women when they take it all off, man. That's what I'm into. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what about, you know, the Me Too movement? Uh, now see, these bitches are getting a little too, they get too free. A <laughs> little too much. You need to back up off of that. Look, now, it's like, 
<laughs> I do su- look look that's a fine line <laughs> right. fine line back up sir <laughs> I support twerking I support porn I support sex work I support booty clapping right but now all this mm. I need to make as much as a man I think you need to back off ma'am whoa Please. whoa whoa slow down now <laughs> you better take that 63 cent and go right <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Now let's play a little fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles, make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from 0 to 100, intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's see who's fucking with us. Oh, Jeff Sessions. Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. Um, He apparently invoked Anglo-American heritage of the sheriff's office. Mm. what does that even mean on monday he said shares anglo-american heritage during remarks of law to law enforcement officials in washington uh i want to thank every sheriff in america <laughs> since our founding <laughs> the independently elected sheriff has been the people's protector who keeps law enforcement close to and accountable to people through the elected process session said in remarks to the national sheriff's association winter meeting adding the office of sheriff is a critical part of the anglo-american heritage of law enforcement we must never erode this historic office oh lord uh evoking anglo-american his his pantalons and ballpoint pen And then he said oh this Ooh, i declare <laughs> it's a might swelter in here if anyone has any tea i would gladly <laughs> accept it yes from you non-anglo-saxon people out there go to get me some sweet tea mm-hmm. uh but yeah um that yeah it seems to be an impromptu decision a written version of the remark says he was supposed to say the sheriff is a critical part of our legal heritage I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that's what he was supposed to oh, say. Oh, now? Coretta Scott King tried to tell y'all niggas. Y'all each. She was like, he a goddamn racist. I might be some flower words, but nigga, he racist. And two more percent of Democrat white people just said, you know what? This identity politics thing, I think we need to, I think we Ooh. need to go ahead and look into it. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with Jeff. Uh, mm. Uh, the concept of the office of sheriff being an independent elected law enforcement entity in, originates in Anglo-Saxon England. The word sheriff combines the Anglo-Saxon word shire, meaning county, and reeve, which means guardian. Uh, Cato analyst David Koppel notes in the Washington Post, the Justice Department did not immediately return a request for comment. See, remember when I told people on here that when uh, one of the Migos uh it was either uh starscream or megatron one of, one of the motherfuckers but when he was like i don't vibe with queers and people was like well queers being multiple things how you know that it was mm-hmm. something it might not have been homophobic and i and i said listen part of the function of bigotry is to disguise words by using words that give cover mm-hmm. right well one of the words that gives cover sheriff and Ang- it has an anglo-saxon definition i mean <laughs> why are you looking at it like it's racist 
because i know the fucking dog whistle the wink wink to a bunch of these fucking white supremacists that he just gave he just gave them the hey guys we know law enforcement is about locking up niggers and we're gonna keep that heritage going Mm -hmm. you know and that and that was his 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 not his thinly veiled just acknowledgement of white supremacy and yet somehow i guarantee cnn msnbc and fox gonna bring on people that'll be like no now see anglo-saxon it's a word that derived from the anglos in saxon so i don't understand why y'all trying to like it's so yeah anyway (laughs) zero to a hundred uh karen like really he's a permanent hundred you said his name a hundred all right steph oh it's a hundred today and it'll be a hundred tomorrow it'll be a hundred for the rest of the year so a hundred times how many other days the rest of the year yeah a hundred (laughs) a hundred for jeff Beauregard sessions come on uh (laughs) say what stacy dash considers running for congress and twitter laughs if she don't she don't go to bleach she gonna be what what district she gonna run for uh for the sunken place uh (laughs) clueless actress stacy it is in the south yes by the way i love that she was in clueless so that uh you can put permanent shade on her name by starting every article with clueless actress stacy dash is blissful (laughs) it's blissfully clueless about what americans really think about her and her level of intelligence if they even expend the energy to do that much now see this the other part going over there and being their fucking like mule of i'm gonna say the racist thing so the white people don't have to say it dog they never gonna respect you mm-hmm. at no point will they ever. ever cede power to a black person that does that no level of power where you can influence anything white people do right so all this shit where you go over there and you just kowtow to like oh black people are terrible black people are the worst they're the real racist i agree with you guys then white people be like yeah 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 good nigger pat you on the head and be like now stay in your fucking place right because they ain't gonna invest no money into you fox news didn't even bring her back on the air Mm-mm. to be the dumb black person they wouldn't found other people to do it that that's how mm-hmm. stupid this was anyway she's siding with the smaller conservative wing of the country and is seriously contemplating running for high office the former fox news contributor said on friday she's been prompted to consider running for congress because she says her fans have asked her about it for years now dash the cousin of music fan fan single yeah (laughs) her fan yeah and her fan is probably damon dash it's just him being like come on man oh no Uh, he don't fuck with her i know dame dash dog (laughs) uh she asked her of for all people right i can't believe that i guess it makes some kind of sense anyway ask her uh 400 540 twitter followers their opinion of whether she should run or not um the tweet was followed by an image that said it was paid for by the dcdc testing waters Con- commission uh dcdc one or another what the hell was that dash to dc d to dc yeah dash to dc dash stacy dash to washington dc dash is widely reviled in urban america for using black politicians and risque photo spreads to enhance her name brand and reinvigorate her career when suddenly coming out as a conservative who often takes sharp stances against black americans as an example dash said this is about ultra popular black institutions on twitter she said if we don't want segregation then we need to get rid of channels like bet and the bet awards and the naacp image awards where you're only awarded if you're black if it were the other way around we'd be up in arms hashtag stacy dash on saturday Uh, uh, uh. she 
she returned to twitter to announce that her contemplation has deepened on the subject of running in response to numerous calls for me to run for office i'm considering a run for congress would love to know what my fans and friends think she tweeted dash is a los angeles area resident she was reportedly terminated from fox news after she used an expletive on air while denouncing president barack obama's actions towards combating president i don't feel any passion from him she said on fox at the time i feel like he could give a shit excuse me he could care less meanwhile she, they kept egging her on till they knew she would take it too far they, they'll sit they fired ass oh my god meanwhile folks are beginning to weigh in on her political aspirations on social media uh <laughs> the the ybf uh says nah we good sis uh detroit <laughs> beast 22 says at stacy dad sit your ass down somewhere uh couch emoji sit the fuck down chair <laughs> <laughs> Black folks, black folks. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Emoji. Uh, yep. Stacy Dash is still clueless, shaking my head. Uh, Ricky Smiley said, "Do you think? Do you think Stacy Dash would win if she ran for a seat in Congress?" And then someone responded, "The real question is, who in their right damn mind would vote for Stacy Dash?" Me personally, this is how I feel about voting her. And it's a picture of Kevin Hart and Jamadi saying, "I would rather die." <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, niggas, niggas. We are the best. Whew, Jesus, boy. Undefeated. Undefeated. Got clear, right? We made the best out of some gallows humor, dog. So her fans call her intelligent, but all I hear coming from her mouth is unintelligent shit. And they had a YouTube video of her talking. Uh, you know what I'm realizing is that there seems to be a trend of shitty irrelevant celebrity hacks riding that Trump train to attentionville. Hashtag Scott Bale, hashtag Antonio Sabata Jr., hashtag Ted Nugent, hashtag Stacey Dash. Who else can you think of? Somebody said so. Whew. Anyway, zero to a hundred on Stacey Dash running for, might run for office, Karen. A mm, hundred. Mm. Steph? Oh, she's a permanent 100. Mm yeah, yeah. I feel the same. yeah she basically a legacy 100 because mm-hmm. i if i'm being 100 percent honest with y'all i feel zero fucked with about this because there's no way anyone's gonna let this happen white people don't support her and black people are not gonna be like except for like them coon ass black people that always gotta go against everything black people do to be like so y'all support black people but what about stacy dash uh, if we all took <laughs> the super woke yeah if we all took ten dollars and went to the arcade and played video games we yeah! to own microsoft <laughs> instead of going to see black panther but y'all rather see black panther like sure would fuck out of my face ah <laughs> we need like, to boycott black panther talking about? right like wait you so woke? No, y'all so woke go back to sleep <laughs> right go back wait you so woke did you agree with the republicans yes nigga i hate us too <laughs> i don't discriminate on my hate good grief <laughs> um all right uh let's do one more how about um how how about this one a 25 year old little rock police recruit was fired okay for posting little wayne lyrics while in high school oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't like this katina jones oh she black a little Rock arkansas police department recruit who is black 
was fired for a post she made on facebook when she was 16 years old jones who's now 25 posted a little way lyric containing the word nigga to her facebook page while in high school she's now threatening to file suit over her firing should she not be reinstated i would too because mm-hmm. fuck y'all these little grown at well these little boys is 35 years old out here fucking around and they can keep their goddamn job kiss my ass you know what's wild if she was just like a white dude calling people niggers on the job wouldn't have thought twice they got caught in an email she'd still have a job <laughs> right uh, but she's a black woman and the it's conflicting because like she wants to be a police officer which i do think obviously mm-hmm. um you know there's problems with policing uh but i do think police are kind of always going to be there until something else come along and i would rather have people on mm-hmm. the force that have some sympathy empathy and see our humanity as black people because i'm not 100 percent against police even though i know Mm-mm. some people are that radical i'm not you know if i see something happening i'm like oh, i hope the police can take care of this like that's happened before my car's been broken mm-hmm. in i've called them hey file out this report so i can get my insurance whatever uh but the point being um the this clearly still a double standard even with me being like i don't know how i feel about anyone really being a police officer at the same time like nigga she was 16 right like this seems an unreasonably high standard for somebody um and it seems like on some if y'all if we can't say it you know type shit anyway uh as part of her training jones and her fellow recruits were ordered to be mindful of what they posted on social media she made her account private however a friend of a fellow department employee accessed her account and sent details of the little wayne post to the department be mindful of what you post on social media how do i retroactively hop in a time machine before i got the job and not have said nigga what they said (laughs) uh they said um well you didn't clear everything out and you had that offensive word you're fired jones lawyer said um the lawyer has sent a letter to the city board and city manager informing them that he's investigating whether or not the department broke the law by dismissing jones he believes that the firing could be challenged on first amendment grounds what officers need to learn from the observed position taken by little rock police department is that they need to just do away with having facebook and give up that first amendment free speech right free speech he argues ought not to be limited yeah i don't necessarily agree with him uh to this (laughs) like 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 there's a fine line i do understand the idea of um we don't want our police officers out here just saying willy-nilly shit on facebook and being like but free speech mm-hmm. like i understand like i think that that still has a place i don't think that's the argument to make to, for defending her but i ain't a lawyer either a third recruit brandon Gurley, was also recently fired for reasons that include his social media posts Gurley is not being represented by newcomb um he is a colleague that forwarded he is the colleague that forwarded the department jones Lil wayne post so he probably got fired for saying some new nigger shit like uh-huh. these goddamn niggers and then they said you're fired don't be on facebook calling people nigger uh okay well i noticed in 1975 right <laughs> no no you say this bitch is a grown person bitch ass. how about in 2007 when uh katina was 16 and she said uh i do this for my niggers lil wayne huh what about that oh well i mean we do need to look into that mm-hmm. yeah because everything is equal. right you're right damn you got us <laughs> <laughs> got us dead to right oh man how did he know how did he know zero tolerance we did say zero tolerance i mean oh man you, 
i guess we got it we don't have a choice but to fire this black woman uh for Lil uh-huh. wayne lyrics because <laughs> from 2007 because you know how the citizens will be very disappointed in who's gonna vote for it. i am a young black rich if that don't let you know that america understand black matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb man my life matter especially to my exactly Lil wayne mm-hmm. i'm sure that's what he would say especially to my bitches <laughs> the city you know what's funny to this day i don't know what he said behind that beat like you must i'm assuming nigga but i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't even know what he said uh the city justifies the same bitches I, right maybe i i thought it was niggas and then you just said bitches i was like it could have been that too yeah, yeah i have no idea what that man mm-hmm. said uh the city ju- the city justifiably wants more african-americans and here was an african-american female that has invested thousands thousands of dollars in that was doing well um said uh her lawyer um and it, he suggested that it would discourage other black women from joining the police force yeah so some random song lyrics you post back when you was a teenager can turn around and cause you to lose your job i know i ain't never gonna be a police officer with my twitter account my shit is done was, i'm done on these streets i was i've been saying niggas since niggas was niggering you know what i'm saying right. me and nigga go way back i'm dog. trying to tell y'all y'all because i think somebody asked us one time um if we had a kid what would be the first word our child would say me and roger was like nigga probably uh but yeah that's that's too bad all three of us would be some niggas right that is too bad for mm-hmm. her all right zero to 100 karen oh that's 100 100 what about you steph 100 all right let's move on to another section in our probably newest section that we've added uh time to take out the trash speaking of police mm-hmm. chart of the day does your state allow police to have sex with people they arrest what Ugh. i hope not what the fuck in 35 states 30, 35 nigga 35 we got 50 right 35 maryland's mm-hmm. in 35 maryland's one of them mm-hmm. in 35 states it's legal for cops to detain and have sex with someone in their custody how is this po- Mm-hmm. you fucking they got handcuffs mm-hmm. on how is this legal why isn't this against the fucking law mm-hmm. so you basically got a fucking sex slave they if you fuck opt handcuffs. right people in your custody cannot consent no they can't what they the can't fuck? consent now let's say they could for a second theoretically your ass is at work and you shouldn't be allowed to fuck people on the while clock. you're at the clock at work I can't even fuck if I when I worked at McDonald's I couldn't fuck customers on the clock 
for 5 35 an hour i couldn't be like be right back go take a fuck break and fuck this customer they would have been like you're fired you can't obviously fuck the customers at work rod that's stupid we pay you too much we pay you five dollars and 35 cents an hour to we can pay you less can you just clean up bathrooms and do the register like we told you and the motherfucking cops are out here like sometimes you gotta fuck a suspect what what's the problem anyway um yeah this and this happens after a new york teenager pressed rape charges against eddie martins and richard hall two members of the new york police department last fall anna was picked up by two cops who told her uh, who told two male friends of hers to leave then they handcuffed her led her to a van uh, according to her lawyer the policeman ordered her to undress and when they didn't find drugs they raped her it's a stunning story oh yep st- stunning what story. in the hell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's the thing the um defense that the police have that uh, they're trotting out is not that they didn't do it it's that it was consensual ha- handcuffed in the back of a van sex mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. this is not they bdsm really think people are fucking stupid mm-hmm uh because i'll tell you they need to stop making them 50 shades movies because they got y'all all fucked up listen uh because many states including new york don't keep state records of decertified cops so you can't even like keep up with how many have lost their badges but an investigation in 2015 found that at least over a thousand officers across america lost their badges badges because of sexual assault and you know they all they ain't all go to jail you knew that they, they ain't all go to jail like daniel hostile went Absolutely to jail not. but they we don't get that you know further sexual violence and police violence are highly underreported meaning that the number represented are a mere fraction of the actual prevalence of police perpetrated sexual violence yeah who i'm gonna call right i'll, I'll sexually exactly. assaulted by a police officer uh 911 hold on let me get the officer oh never mind never mind you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh you think that this would been an open and shut case and it's forensic exam commonly known as a rape kit match martin's and hall's dna and the security camera shows the detectives leaving her on the side of the street a quarter mile from a police station wow she said she repeatedly what? told the detectives no the detective said it was consensual to be clear uh i completely the person writing this said i completely believe her but even if she had verbally hadn't said no those cops still picked up a teenage girl detained her in a police van and had sex with her while she was in their custody yeah i wonder if they're um i wonder if they're uh you know like their cameras were turned on for the uh i uh, probably not probably probably, not. Uh, probably of course not they yeah. probably didn't even have them on right um so let's just put this in the front seat right um but yeah the whole point being that uh there's still a lot of states that you can get away with this shit and that is why men are trash and the police are trash um, right but yet you wonder why citizens are like fuck the police you're like wow because you mm-hmm. can handcuff me and rape me and not be charged and i'm just supposed to be all right with the person that raped me or people that raped me are supposed to protect and serve me no one should be allowed to have that much power nobody no one nobody uh, cosby's lawyers say allowing more accusers to testify would be highly prejudicial Mm-mm. well that's kind of oh, hurry up and die just right? hurry up and die that's kind of the point it's like, are you <sighs> remember when he was too feeble to he did it he was remember when he was yes, too feeble to uh do comedy and he the, the, all the stress was making him go blind wasn't he going and, blind too mm-hmm. couldn't barely wall had to hold on to people couldn't see mm-hmm 
Yeah, he was blind he was feeble don't put this old man in jail you know what's funny of all the shit that offended me because obviously everything dealing with this nigga is pretty offensive but uh (laughs) it was still when he hired that black woman to be his like Mm -hmm. public Mm -hmm. relations person that was like a lawyer Mm -hmm. and people started standing for her on some like listen i don't support him you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying but like listen that sister and i'm like are y'all crazy Mm -mm. have we lost our fucking minds Mm -mm. like no 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 like like, this ain't good no we won't you know that's not the hill to die on right stop picking struggle hills to die on right like pick another hill god damn it like you literally doing exactly what he wanted to do when he did the optics of that he really wanted us to be like yeah black girl magic like he's not a rapist no 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 fuck him <laughs> fuck that shit anyway um yeah his new defense team submitted paperwork stating that the judge were to allow testimonies from the women that uh claim sexual assault that it would his client would be entitled to delay in court um with the prospect of trotting out 19 other accusers makes for a splashy headline it does does nothing to advance the goal of fairly defending bill Cosby's guilt or innocent the defense team said so uh the, they won't pass a ruling on this till march but uh yeah that's yeah. kind of the problem and that's one of the reasons that you don't sexually assault you know 60 people is because <laughs> it kind of makes it relevant to you know the court case they might want to talk to some of them um quentin tarantino got himself in some hot water there was audio of him defending roman polanski polanski uh saying that the 13 year old girl that he sexually assaulted wanted to have it Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stop giving out these cookout tickets stop giving them out now see this is one of the things that bother me about quentin tarantino of my agenda against his uh proliferous use of the n-word in his scripts it's totally been derailed how about that totally it never caught on never caught on like we were like well somebody say nigga and i'm like ah, i don't know i feel like a little too much uh but now with with the me too movement man they got him before i could like i've been working so hard but i'm gonna take this <laughs> but i'm gonna take this w <laughs> y'all technically did it but i'm gonna take this w anyway okay uh either way we keep him off the screen and i'm fine with it they better not let him do that star trek movie after this shit ever no stop ever never never uh so yeah apparently sit your ass down somewhere right in october 20 uh 2017 he spoke out about his longtime collaborator harvey weinstein and the mounting accusations of sexual assault against him telling the new york times i knew enough to do more than i did there was more to it than just normal rumors the normal gossip it wasn't secondhand i knew he did a couple of these things uh and yeah so you didn't do it now some people of course did give him a lot of uh credit for being honest uh but as uma thurman recently told the times you'd be mistaken to give him credit in a recent maureen dowd op-ed thurman describes tarantino as a volatile manipulator who not only ignored weinstein's behavior but also sided against her following her own assault at weinstein's hands things turned Mm. she said on the set of the kill bill movies during the scene in which tarantino demanded she do her own stunts she says she insisted that she didn't feel comfortable operating the car and would prefer a stunt person do it producer said uh they do not recall her objecting 
quentin came in my trailer and didn't like to hear no like any director she says he was furious because i cost him a lot of time but i was scared he said i promise you the car is fine it's a straight piece of road he persuaded her to do it and instructed hit 40 miles per hour of of your or your hair won't blow right and i'll make you do it again that was a death box that i was in the seat wasn't screwed down properly it was a sand road it was not a straight road tarantino did not respond to requests for comments um yeah and he eventually did respond to say that he remembered it differently and he wasn't mad he didn't yell at her or anything but he was disappointed blah blah i, I believe her mm-hmm. I, I believe every word she said and uh, and it sounded like uh i've uh, always believed uma right mm-hmm. sound like uh she got permanently fucked up from that too uh, yeah the car crashed into a tree behind mm-hmm. with her behind the wheel upon requesting the footage of the crash from tarantino merrimack she was informed the only way she could see it is if she agreed not to sue uh you can see the video in the times article mm-hmm uh thurman said harvey assaulted me but that didn't kill me what really got me about the crash was that it was a cheap shot i had been through so many things at that point uh rings of fire at that point i had really always felt a connection to the greater good in my work with quentin and most of what i allowed to happen to me that i participated in was kind of like a horrible mud wrestle with a very angry brother but at least i had some say you know yeah he um I, that scene where she gets her face spit in and uh the kill bill that was actually tarantino that spit in her face there's a thing mm-hmm. where he like he choked her on on set for uh another thing that they were filming like you know and then he has that weird creepy obsession with toes and shit and he always calls her like his muse and shit like that mm-hmm. so there's always been like a creepy air aura around him but obviously this is way even worse you know what i mean um so yeah he uh that tarantino's apologia is disingenuous in the era of me too could come as a surprise if you're unfamiliar with the director's love of depicting women having the shit kicked out of them on camera or if you're unfamiliar with interviews he's done in the past like for example in 2003 a howard stern interview submitted to us by a reader in which he adamantly defends roman polanski's sexual assault of a 13 year old in 1977 asked by stern why hollywood embraces this madman this director who raped the 13 year old tarantino replies he didn't rape a 13 year old it was statutory rape he had a set he had sex with with a minor that's not rape to me when you use the word rape you're talking about violent throwing them down it's like one of the most violent crimes in the world you can't throw the word rape around it's like throwing the word races around it doesn't apply to everything people use it for reminded by somebody that couldn't consent yeah reminded by robin quivers that polanski's victim who had been plied with quaaludes and alcohol before assault did not want to have sex with polanski tarantino became riled up no that's not the case at all she wanted to have it and dated the guy and quivers she was 13 he said and by the way we're talking about america's morals not talking about the morals in europe and everything stern wait a minute if you have sex with a 13 year old girl and you're a grown man you know that's wrong quiver says giving her booze and pills tarantino said look she was down with this uh so yeah he did release a statement and apologized basically saying that he was um playing the devil's advocate and he said um, you justin tibble it you was up there like no my baby ain't mm-hmm. gonna play no football oh wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute 15 years later i realized how wrong i was miss gimier was raped by roman polanski when howard brought up polanski i incorrectly played devil's advocate in the debate for the sake of being provocative mm-hmm. i didn't take miss gimier's uh feelings into consideration and for that i'm truly sorry uh so miss gimme i was ignorant and sensitive and above all incorrect i'm i'm sorry samantha quentin tarantino Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. please right. fuck him we right up at the break you're not sorry 
not not at all he's sorry he got caught um i'm gonna go to the next segment and invite everybody back on screen we'll be right back okay uh but yeah he's just sorry that that shit got brought back up and uma thurman out here spilling the tea like you know that's the thing a lot of these motherfuckers man they know they have horrible experiences with women right they know that they like they i don't understand how motherfuckers can be so vocal knowing that they next on the summer jam screen but i guess that's the mentality of somebody that abuses people is to be like well it won't happen to me right and how would you think it would be okay to spit i mean you have people there whose job it is to do those things you know because shit happened with you know people get spit in the face and shit like that why is the director spitting in her fucking face and putting his hands on her because he wanted to be the one that did it what other reason could it be like there, there can't be another reason he had to be the one who did it like if it wasn't for him you know doing it and i and i've been saying for a while like we end up letting people we we the system is rife for abusers to be on top because we consider the tortured artists and their dominant personality their abusive personality as part of what makes people great artists and great leaders and it's fucking bullshit you don't have to be a dick to be a great person or to be talented no you don't and and being talented doesn't make someone become a dick all of a sudden yet somehow we end up worshiping mm-hmm. these things there's a lot of little anecdotal moments and shit that you know pick your favorite artist or whatever i try to stay out of it but there's a lot of little anecdotal moments where people are like oh well what about when so-and-so was addicted to this person and people are like yes oh hilarious you know and i'm like actually that's kind of why people get to be abusive is because right if i'm the kind of person mm-hmm. that can be like well this sound guy said he couldn't do this thing and so i uh smacked him in the face and refused to speak to him for the rest of the day and threw a phone at him instead of everybody going that's a legend thank god what an icon we should be like that's, that's actually kind of fucked up and it's goddamn abuse and abuse and power right and when mm-hmm. i find out later that you fucking like uh abuse like people on the set or you were uh sexually abusive to someone i shouldn't be shocked i should be like well that kind of fits the pattern of a fucking tyrant um exactly anyway um what what i'm not surprised at all you know and i know that's a lot of people's favor whatever and you know and i don't think anyone gets canceled he'll be making a movie next year and it won't people won't even care about this shit Pretty much. right still saying nigga <laughs> right he, he was like i should have just stopped at calling them niggers why did i have to go further i had the nigger pass and i just threw yeah, it away he did he tossed it out the window uh a california assembly woman and a me too champion is accused of groping women Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Me Too champion. Do they have a pink pussy out on too? Assembly woman. Listen, at this point, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm groping women. Okay, guys, I won't be shocked when the news comes out. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, everybody's doing it. Like I, I missed out on a golden opportunity here. I could have been out here just grabbing women left and right, and I was like, but they're human beings, and wouldn't that be fucked up? And I played it wrong, guys. It's all wrong, buddy. <laughs> apparently, this was the wave. <laughs> Assemblywoman Christina Garcia, one of the most prominent voices in women's rights in the California legislature, has been accused of groping a young legislative staffer in 2014. The former staffer, Daniel Fierro of Cerritos, told Politico that Garcia um, cornered him after the annual Assembly softball game while he was cleaning up the dugout. He said Garcia, who appeared to be drunk, stroked his back, squeezed his buttocks, and tried to grope him before he was able to lead the situation. Oh, shit! Garcia acknowledged she acknowledged in the statement sent to reporters that she was at the event but had zero recollection of engaging in any unacceptable behavior 
uh see <laughs> hate, hate to be that guy i'm sorry i can't recall right? blame it on the alcohol i feel like now, hey, way I'm, too much honey guys way too much honey what was in my red solo cup it got a little what it, was in it it got a little dicey there when it went from i i feel like the proper response is i didn't do that shit but maybe that's just me and maybe legalese maybe your lawyer don't want you to say that or something i don't know but if i didn't do it i feel like the only right response is i didn't do that shit as opposed to i don't remember nothing from that night okay i was fucking wasted (laughs) maybe i we had we had don julio that night do you know do you know how many shots we were how many i don't even remember how many shots that's like the kevin spacey thing where he was like hey man shit players get drunk man you know how it is oh by the way i'm gay by the way (laughs) uh in case y'all didn't know i'm gay uh but yeah i i zero recollection ah that's man i I feel like i didn't do it is the only right that's code for i may have done this i just don't remember doing it i was drunk. i mean is that video right right i know let me know let me oh, know right now season once again oh shit. yeah our tech companies sorry report. i didn't mean for that to play uh yeah i was drunk and i mean i did i do he had a nice ass i mean i mean anything could have happened have you seen his ass <laughs> have you seen his ass oh, i mean it's just firm. damn full the plumping what you want me to do when i'm only human when you're going ah! off that moscato when you're going off the moscato i mean what you shit maybe i don't remember that's all i'm gonna say i don't remember well, I, might, I might did the well tell him slide. not to wear them jeans no more right oh. i'm only human i can only do so much <laughs> oh man anyway you better uh, wear them dockers next time uh anyway let me put my me too pen back on the allegations rocked the Capitol, which for months have been <laughs> grappling with a movement to stamp out culture, permissive or inappropriate sexual behavior, often acts perpetrated against powerful men, against junior female staffers and lobbyists. The claims against Garcia could harm the very causes she carried. The mantle said Jessica Levinson, the ethics election law expert. You can never buy this much good opposition opposition to the Me Too movement, Levinson said. Such a blow because it gives opposition so much fodder. It's kind of a Greek tragedy that they're being taken down by the exact kind of allegations they're fighting uh against <laughs> whatever pharrell did not report the incident at the time but in january inspired by the me too movement he told his former boss assemblyman ian calderon calderon reported the incident <laughs> to assembly rules committee which launched the investigation mm, like me too yo but here's what's wild i think that person who just gave <laughs> the quote i feel like the person who just gave the quote was uh they probably against the me too movement because honestly and um i don't mean to be callous but nobody is taking anyone down after one person it's got to be more uh-huh. people coming forward all the people that got accused by one person have been fine so far like they ain't lost like not a job not nothing they just come out and say i ain't do the shit or zero recollection and then everybody moves on <laughs> it's, it's it's when you get up right. to like two so, or three people that people start being like i don't think you want to i don't want to watch your movies no more you know but it takes a while to get to that right mm yeah pretty much you know she'll be back next week and she'll have like a bubble budded intern to grab next right. week so she'll be fine right so she'll be just fine until yeah well they quoted an unnamed lobbyist who said garcia sexually propositioned him last may oh shit they tried to grab his crotch during the political fundraiser oh, oh. 
Oh, so, so we grabbing him by the dick now? Maybe, maybe. we might have Ooh. our first woman offender. Now, see, that's equality right there. Okay, equality is not. <laughs> It's not this shit where we always be like, everyone should make the same amount of money. It's everyone should be able to be the same amount of piece of shit. Okay? Duh! And she was out here grabbing dick. I should work. be able to go walk in a room and grab some dick. Right. I should be able to do that. Right. Just well, like he grabbed some pussy, I'm going to grab some dick. That's, you know what's funny? Men think like, oh, if that happened to me, man, like first I'll fuck the shit out of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That, I wish women would just be like that. No, you don't. And every single dude no that's way. ever had his dick grabbed by some random woman has been like, oh my God, what is this feeling? What is this? That's the unwanted. This like, is extremely no. inappropriate. I am a person. Right. I right. am not a piece of meat. You will not grab me. Aggressively. Ma'am. I mean, I Keep don't. Keep your hands off me, madam. Right. right. You get indignant, you know, tighten up your collar and shit. And the thing is, I don't have balls, you know, so mm. will she grab you the wrong way? I mean, it's, it's not a problem. E- yeah. It's not even about pain though. I'm, I'm being dead serious. It's, it's the actual um power dynamics of it right of being violated there's a lot of dudes that like you would think that dudes all be because we always have this masculinity like complex of like you always got to be on you always got to be ready to fuck everything has to turn you Sometimes on you should get your guard you have to tell women all the time and there's a thing like in a relationship is different because obviously that's a relationship right, right. If your girl comes up and like that's right. different but like if you had a business meeting and some woman just grabs your dick, you are gonna be taken off guard. So it's like for all this, we can't say mm-hmm. hi no more shit that dudes say. They're only saying that to keep the power dynamics that they already have. Right. They would not be for a work environment where women that they weren't attracted to or were not thinking about that way right. were coming up and grabbing their dicks. They'd be like, Man, are you fucking crazy woman? Right. And it's reversed. Every every right. woman don't right. want your dick. Right. So anyway, shortly after the story broke, Senator Connie Lev Leva of chino who is a vice chairwoman for the california legislature's woman caucus issued a statement calling on garcia to take an immediate leave of absence until the investigation is completed um i wonder what the investigation want to tell as the vocal ally of the me too we said enough movements i'm shocked and disturbed at the very troubling allegations related to california legislative woman's caucus chair christina garcia anyone proven to have sexually harassed or assaulted another person regardless of their gender should be held accountable for that i commit to continue fighting to, to rid the capital and our state of the pervasive culture of sexual harassment assault and overall disrespect uh well you know that's the other thing too the kind of person that gets that job in a network where people are being abusive to young staffers whether you're a woman man mm-hmm. gay straight whatever uh you probably might have been part of that system too and be like well this is what we do right you know mm-hmm. um at any rate uh um, it's a circle but yeah you know it's like how that woman got the job at yahoo as ceo and then she was one of the most like women need to stop being little bitches and take all this little fucking paid leave for maternity i popped my baby out and was back at work by five it's like are you crazy right like, mm-hmm. i'm actually more sexist than them <laughs> you're like what <laughs> uh, what the hell wrong with you anyway this woman uh might be going down we'll see what happens with her nobody um, gets canceled though <laughs> they federalized that nobody gets canceled never ever uh last one ryan seacrest pins an open letter on recent sexual misconduct claims now this shit happened last year oh shit this is the hardest working man on tv i mean i'm surprised he not hosting this show every time you turn around that nigga got a goddamn job yeah how does he even have time maybe that staffer thought it was his boss and it's actually ryan seacrest oh he's just trying to cover it up well my thing is like 
i don't even know when he would find time to harass people right because he always doing the show right but i mean i right. guess he always working people make time though they make time uh anyway uh he was in november a former wardrobe stylist accused seacrest of sexual misconduct while working with him on the set of e-news about a decade ago following accusations the renowned tv what? host mm-hmm, and radio mm-hmm. personality spoke out to address the dispute denying all claims referring to them as reckless and agreeing to cooperate with any legal action taken specific details of the allegation were not made public but it is rumored that the woman demanded a large cash amount to keep quiet however seacrest and his lawyers declined her request now ooh that's ballsy now nearly three months later the investigation into the accuser's case against seagrass has suddenly ended due to insufficient evidence to support the plaintiff's claims after the relieving news broke seacrest penned an open letter under the guest column for the hollywood reporter in the letter titled what happened after i was wrongly accused of harassment the 43 year old actually admits the whole situation was quite gut-wrenching to have my workplace conduct question was gut-wrenching i've always aimed to treat all my colleagues with honesty respect kindness and compassion he writes yet i knew regardless of the confidence i had that there was no merit in the allegations my name would likely soon appear on the list of those suspected of despicable words and deeds the pressure of our overflowing news feeds would insist on it seacrest later expressed his support for the times up and me too movements uh he also stated the importance of giving everyone an equal opportunity to have a voice whether it be the accuser or the accused at a time when improper interactions between men and women particularly in the workplace are part of the national conversation we must find a way to ensure that everyone in the public private and public institutions accusers and alleged accused is given opportunity for a swift and fair review my job is to listen beyond listening which i will continue in earnest i also will ask questions and try to help voices be heard um you know what only one accuser so that's why he's still around so mark and i will go on no idea if he did it or not but what i do know is if it's one accuser the rule seems to be that you get to keep doing whatever the fuck you do so i ain't you know i mm-hmm. and since the details weren't released there's really no you know way to corroborate it and if the investigation didn't turn back anything there's also no other way to corroborate it normally what happens is somebody like that comes out and then two three four five other more people come out and they'd be like hey he did me too and that's why that nigga gotta go mm-hmm. so i guess he's straight so far um only time will tell yep we'll see if more people come out he got mm-hmm. more money than god though so i'm surprised he didn't pay her right like but on the on the real though i guess if you didn't do it because sometimes what i think happens is these dudes that do it settle and then they go in the public and be like i didn't do it and i'm like you did that shit you know what i mean but bill o'reilly paid mm-hmm. out all that money and did talking about some i ain't do it like motherfucker all you do is go on tv and pretend to be this bold unbreakable motherfucker you wouldn't give money to a bunch of women who accused you of something you didn't do get the fuck out my face so maybe ron seacrest didn't do it and he was like i'm not paying which i guess is a reasonable way i mean it's ballsy because if you did do that shit and you don't pay nigga you you asking for whatever you get but but to to not do it and not pay i, I kind of understand um anyway uh-huh. let's move into uh guess the race guys all right well i guess the race music all right now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today steph from the mocha menace podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they're all racist all right <clears throat> uh amateur sketch from a witness helped the pa police identify a theft suspect Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Police say a hand-drawn sketch has helped investigators identify a suspect in a theft from Pennsylvania's farmer's market. Lancaster police say the suspect pretended to be an employee before stealing an undisclosed amount of cash from the inside of Central Market, February 6th. A witness provided a simple black and white drawing to officers, and police say that while the drawing was cartoonish, it helped remind an investigator of a potential suspect. In a Facebook post, Lancaster police conceded the sketch was cartoonish, but it helped identify the suspect uh hong fuck nguyen mm-hmm. um the while the sketch was provided by the witness may have appeared amateurish or cartoonish it along with distinctive physical descriptors jogged the memory of at least one investigator to uh provide a potential suspect name uh all right guess the race of the 44 year old uh hong fuck nguyen asian Karen's going with Asian. All right, all right. What about you, Miss uh, Stephanie? Uh, pork egg roll Asian. Mm. All right, let's check the chat room. Some good racism there. Pork. Don't run for office. Vietnamese like yeah, a mofo. Please don't. <laughs> Vietnamese like a mofo. I won't make it. Some dumb guy Asian. Oh. Asian Asian. The real kung fu trash no. Kenny real humphu kenny wu-tang affiliate asian come with spring roll asian uh and oh. hung too low asian all right oh. um <laughs> everyone guessed asian and everyone oh. is wrong what That's a white man. Okay. Well, look at that name. Was he adopted? What I don't know, but he looked white man. I mean, he passing. He might be Asian, but he motherfucking passing like a motherfucker. Also, that drawing oh, is that sketch is alias. That's that, the sketch that caught him. That drawing is hilarious. I don't know. I mean, if he well, Asian. Eight year old drew that. <laughs> I want to know how the officer saw that sketch and was like. <laughs> I know exactly where he is. Oh fuck you! Oh fuck when? Oh hell no! Oh, I knew it was him. I thank you, three year old who drew this. I know, right? You can keep the crayons. every goddamn time. Oh, damn it! He did something again. <laughs> thank you, Doctor. I know. Thank you, Doctor Seuss. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not saying he ain't agent, but I'm saying he passing white like a yes, motherfucker. Yes, he is. Hey, uh-huh. y'all can feel how y'all want to about that shit, but y'all know I'm right. I see his picture. I said, "Damn, that's a white man." Oh name. my god! Oh, fuck when? All right, well, good luck, everybody. Um, Mm-mm-mm. let's see. How about? Let me see if I can find another one. Um, a woman sues her former live-in boyfriend. Mm-hmm. after he bolted with the winning 6.1 million dollar lotto ticket Ooh. Ooh. uh-oh <laughs> she found she found out he wasn't in love i guess 
<laughs> you love me baby i sure do i'll be right back <laughs> i had to get some cigarettes he hey you know he left <laughs> hey you know he left right after the six o'clock news drawing for the numbers <laughs> right <laughs> and and she started calling it she started calling and old school but like, the number you have called has been how this number get changed that quick <laughs> the winning numbers are six all of a sudden 29 14 7 4 and 1 yes yeah i mean baby baby i know. I, I need to go to the store right now by mm-hmm. myself by myself no do you need anything okay i'll be right back <laughs> oh man i know he called her like sunshine check his facebook and get blocked yeah he, like, uh, why he, he blocked me everything went private facebook he, he went dog no instagram no twitter no facebook i know he called his twitter he called home he called home like homeboy does not exist he called he yes. called he called home like homeboy in harlem nights and shit where uh he was with sunshine like tell your mama i ain't coming home um a woman <laughs> a, a woman who accused a former living boyfriend of bolting without telling her winning a 6.1 million lotto uh, prize is now suing for half the jackpot plus five hundred dollars punitive damages they not married so i don't know if she gonna get that right now husband now husband and wife in mo in a lot of those cases depending on the state they don't give a fuck they're like you married they getting it she wants a 3.5 million dollar uh case against maurice thibodeau uh wait thibault thibault all right thibault uh who lives in, with robertson and her teenage daughter in chatham it's uh from from july 2015 to september 2017 it's a question of morality uh stephen picker told the star from his law office in windsor estimating that it could take 12 to 18 months for the case to be heard they always agreed that if if they had a winning lottery ticket the proceeds would be theirs together as a couple said a statement filed in court does it get in writing i yeah because i don't give a fuck what y'all say (laughs) i know somebody talking about common law marriage that 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 common law marriage sound cute until mm-hmm. you try to push it and execute and the state be like nah you ain't mm-hmm. actually married yeah nah it's no that way. nigga lied to you boo i also feel like two years is not enough for most people to get common law married it's isn't not. it like 10 or some stupid shit like uh, that yeah I, I don't know what it's, it is but some, I, go ahead some states are seven yeah. you have okay. to be like seven like live together for seven years yeah yeah, yeah and the thing is it's called common law but it don't mean that the the law is common and it don't mean sometimes they be like you know what i'm not honoring this y'all you don't know what situation you're gonna be in with that one y'all was just going together right y'all was just dating so Mm -hmm. unless you got that in writing mm -mm. maurice and denise have been buying lotto tickets uh together for their almost their entire relationship sometimes he would purchase his tickets and sometimes she would sometimes denise would give him money and he would buy the tickets when he went to pick up cigarettes uh <laughs> he went he to pick him up cigarette. one more time <laughs> <laughs> that's how he escaped yeah. uh, baby i'm gonna get some cigarettes see <laughs> that's why she didn't think nothing of it like um, oh, okay well i mean it's thursday you'll right? be back <laughs> oh man we'll just have to play the lotto again tomorrow i'm gonna go buy a ticket and get some cigarettes i'll be right back baby what why am i taking this lotto ticket with me don't worry about that um he and his lawyer uh could not be reached for comment they were too busy balling i know they couldn't be reached (laughs) (laughs) they was too busy making it rain to keep reached for comment 
uh they have 20 days to file a statement of defense previously associates of thibo have told the star there was no such ticket arrangement and that he bought the ticket at a convenience store using a debit card linked to his personal bank account they also said he was planning to end the relationship with robertson for months and only managed to do so when he got lucky by winning the lottery i i believe i think it's probably her dollar too. not trying to find it. i think that's the she truth she probably wouldn't have bought that ticket let me tell you something i think that's the truth it's a lot of people in relationships that somebody waiting for their lottery ticket to come through okay so they can get the mm-hmm. fuck out like it's like that ain't that ain't as rare as people think it's a lot right. of people a lot that's of like people. i don't want to split this rent with nobody else until i find somebody better but if i could afford this place by myself i'd be gone come on <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the lawsuit everybody against... want to be g money trying to cancel some bitch <laughs> right. i'm like i'm trying to cancel this bitch <laughs> right <laughs> i'll get another one uh the lawsuit ah! uh against thibbo who showed up at the ontario lottery and game in toronto prize center in september with the ticket follows a court injunction issued last fall stopping olg from paying him the disputed winnings oh i know he hot the lucky ticket numbers are 6 17 29 37 45 47 um it was one of two winners in the september 20 jackpot for 12.2 million uh robertson a federal public servant is also seeking accrued interest on what he said she says is her share of the winnings and money to cover her legal costs the day after the draw robertson heard on a local radio station that were winning tickets in chatham and quebec and she texted homeboy a granite installer at the time asking if he bought the 649 for it according to the statement of claim yes he wrote oh my god check it she replied then they both got home later that day <laughs> he made it clear to denise that they did not have a winning ticket <laughs> no i got the winning oh ticket because see this is the thing oh my god. he bought it on his debit card he was like no 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 i got the winning ticket he got the winning ticket we we ain't ain't got, no, I, I, no, 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 we lost. We lost. I'll be right back. You lost. I gotta get some you, cigarettes. You know, he was like, you lost, you lost. Yo. I won, you lost. I know he put them quotes around <laughs> we. He put them quotes around we so fast. We won. Oh, no. We didn't win shit. Okay. <laughs> I've been wanting to leave your ass for so long. Oh man, he should have at least lied. I'll break you off a million, baby. Just calm down. But um, just a little bit. No, let me see the ticket. No, 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 no. You don't need to because it's a loser. You don't need to see. The following just day, believe me when I say. The following day, she got home and was shocked to see Maurice had packed up and removed all his clothes. Come on, his his toiletries, <laughs> his toiletries, his shoes, his ties, his deodorant. Most of his other personal belongings. He took the light bulbs out the lamps. His combs. And his Canadian passport. Oh, shit. He's he finna be pimping all over the globe. Not the best, man. He buying, every, he buying all the ketchup chips. He buying every ketchup chip in Canada. He's like, I can buy three bags now. He got all the poutine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all the maple syrup all the canadian bacon <laughs> i'm a boss he gonna now. buy season tickets to every hockey game every yes. hockey game i need season tickets to all of them soon as he got hey soon as he got paid Oh, 
just oh. tell me something. Listen. Yes. As soon as he got he was like, up some random chicks. You like ketchup chips, girl. Yes. You like Canadian bacon. Girl. Come with me. Girl, you like. Come with me. Girl, you like extra gravy on your fries. I got you. I got you, girl. You Shit. like guac. I got you. That extra dollar fifty, girl. Hey, extra round of maple syrup for everybody. Come on. Own the house. Own me, baby. Own me, bitch. Put everybody hockey (laughs) on me. And we all going to see hockey tonight. Your hosers. Wait a minute. Those regular fries? Uh Uh-uh. Get her some poutine. Mm. Get her some. I got We don't eat regular fries here. (laughs) No, we don't eat regular fries. (laughs) No. Honey, crossing the board and everything. Oh man, he packed up all his shit and his passport. All he la- his shit. He later texted. He later texted his boss to quit. I know uh, he did. <laughs> fuck your two week notice. I'm hey. not coming in. You ain't even getting no email. You get a fucking text. Pete, what he said though in the text. Oh man. So in the text, he texted his boss. Now his boss, Denise and I are no longer together since I left. The- <laughs> I'm letting it be known. I'm not with that bitch no more. He couldn't wait to tell everybody. <laughs> we ain't together. The fuck does your boss at the granite factory have to do with any of this? Nothing. He was, in, in case she comes to the job, I'm just letting you know, mm. we ain't together no more. Cause you know she showed up at the job. Yeah. She gonna come looking for me. Okay. You, you know. You know she showed up at the beginning of the shift, the end of the shift, the fifteen minute lunch breaks. Mm-hmm. Honey, she was harassing she everybody. Was there when he got the text message. She's sitting at the door like, Oh, did you get a text? <laughs> no, no, I didn't get no text. I didn't get no text. I didn't get no text. <laughs> I know that He's I know she here was, today. <laughs> I know she was so sick. She had to be so sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, so she says, Denise and I are no longer together. Since I left her Monday, another life-changing thing has happened he attached a, a, he attached a photo of the he attached a photo of the winning lottery ticket and uh noting that robertson obtained the text from a mutual friend olg has paid him half of the proceeds and is holding on to the other half which is a lottery spokesman said will be paid if the court pending the decision on the case picker well, see, he at least got half of it oh yeah he's already balling robertson's yes! lawyer said that the, the bowl's current <laughs> Robertson's lawyer says the Bo's current address is unknown to them. You know what it is. Because it's behind a gated fucking community fence now. You ain't never find him. <laughs> he uh, turned off the GPS, the everything, the satellites. He turned everything. It Everything is off. The lawyer accused him of deceit, arrogance, high-handedness, and a callous disregard for Denise and her rights. high-handedness? Lord. We'll see, he oh added. Gosh. when oh asked. Goodness. They asked if the lawsuit could prompt the out of court settlement and he said, We'll see. Yo, here's the cold part about all this that we skipping over though. He lived with her and her daughter. He just dipped on that girl like, Hey, dang my kid. Hey. <laughs> what going on between me and your mama? Dang, you know Dang, I I I'm sorry, dog. Well, guess the race of uh Mr. Maurice Thibault. He is white, eh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Karen, you hoser. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie, what, what do you think is racist there, Stephanie? <laughs> oh my god. Um, that nigga black. 
that mm. nigga is so blackity black 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 okay uh, he is bootleg black panther black <laughs> <laughs> not bootleg let's check the chat room he should kick her something for real that's not a race uh white the real impossible white man first time a white from quebec um actually took the time to pack his clothes and move them out six million dollar male white right how did if i'm that rich i just leave my shit like you can remember me fondly uh <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he bolted black remember my smell right <laughs> The type that will change the locks on your ass, devilish type white dude, the level of trifling certified Negro, Mount White, I guess Mounty White, a fine upstanding white man that will never abandon his responsibilities, passport ready to go white. If you think you're lonely now, black, white, so, (laughs) so Caribbean, it ain't a race, but man, that's my call. I didn't know I couldn't do that, white. The correct answer is, (laughs) and oh, let me go back to my sound effects so I can play them. Uh, but the correct answer is uh karen mm-hmm. said white stephanie said black uh this is canadian uh his first name was maurice so i mean that's a clue but he's actually a white man what? Oh. <laughs> i gotta see this dude and mm. see the thing is he got one of them like new orleans names that would make you think black but it's canada they got them french names so he actually white uh many of you missed it and he looked like he was yeah all right y'all put that picture up he looked like he was cheating on her the whole time don't he look like he couldn't wait to leave damn i know she going by looking at their face like pictures like i should have known Mm-mm-mm-mm. her plain looking ass he was like oh <laughs> i'm a smile in this picture but psh, let me hit the lottery bitch you gone mm-hmm. <laughs> for two whole years i sacrificed i know right <laughs> if you would leave me at the drop of a dime uh, yes a dime <laughs> of, Ten of, cent. of 6.1 million dollars <laughs> hey you don't know what's oh fucked up gosh. though like he he left because he won 6.1 million dollars but on the real, he would have left with like a thousand. You could tell mm-hmm. if he could have just got like one month's rent and a deposit on the he'd, place. He'd have been out <laughs> that bitch. He couldn't wait to leave. Damn. If he got a, if he got a raise of his job, oh, we gonna raise your uh, hourly salary fifty cent. Oh, right. bitch, I'm out. I am over. Like he told him, I'm we out. are no longer together. He texted his boss like, man, <laughs> listen, you know how I'll be complaining about this bitch every Monday? Every Monday. Well, guess what I won't be complaining about anymore? This job and her. Cause I'm out. <laughs> I am out. This job and her. My life has changed. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> he, started, <laughs> he started playing that must be the money from Deion Sanders. Come on. Must be the money. <laughs> Hey, and your dance jumped as well right come on and they say money doesn't change you well it's gonna change me it's gonna change my house my car come on <laughs> all my right life. let's go to the bonus round guys double the points and the race double the points and the race your screen's still up oh shit my bad double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race and uh wait how's my screen still up i don't even have it on 
oh wait a minute is okay. it just you it might just be me okay yeah went, you're not on screen okay i went away no right. that my bad anyway uh this has now been all oh. fucked up it's the bonus round against the race <laughs> Sorry, right. my, I didn't realize my screen had fucked up. Double the points, double the racism. It's all right, Karen. Uh, let me know if I have to invite you back on. Or you just need to refresh. Okay, let me. But you guys can't see my my screen in the chat, right? Right? Nobody can see my screen no. in the chat. No. Okay. Yeah, you got to invite me back. Okay. On. Cool. I got, and I have to invite Karen back on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me one second to invite Karen back one on. One minute. Oh, I refreshed. Okay. Oh, because <clears> that was second or third time. Oh, we good now. All right. Cool. All right. Let's see. How about um. Man, that messed up my whole vibe. I don't even know where to go. Um, okay, how about this one? A married father of two traveled 1,000 miles to Florida with candy and lube to have sex with a nine-year-old girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, what? Mm, what? To, no. To catch no. a predator white. I will walk 1,000 miles. What the hell is going on here? And I will walk 1,000 oh. more. A man what from Texas that? has been arrested on charges he traveled to Orlando, Florida to have sex with a girl who he thought was nine years old. Imagine his surprise when Chris Hansen answered the door, right? Come on. <laughs> and said, take a seat. Have a seat over there. Would you like some? Have a seat, sir. Have a seat. <laughs> Would you like some lemonade? I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Mark Andrew Nichols. So you like lemonade. Right. <laughs> Uh, you said here, they always, they always used to be like, look, man, it's a setup. I was just trying to be her friend to warn her that it was actual predators out there that would have sex with a nine year old girl. Well, it says here in your chat log, uh, Mr. 69 Disney <laughs> Big Dick number five, uh, it says that, uh, you said I will grease you up and eat you down like a chocolate chip. What did you mean by that? Uh, means I'm about to lose my family. Right. Uh, his name was Mark Andrew Nichols, sixty-four. Traveled more than a thousand miles. Sixty-four. What the fuck? Right. Sixty-four. Trying to get a sixty-nine with a nine-year-old. Oh. Fifty-five years mm. worth of difference. Mm. Fifty-five years. The fuck could you have in common with someone who's nine? You're, fifty-five years of history has passed between you and a nine-year-old, sir. Uh, he must have been one of those Quentin Tarantino nine-year-olds. Um, he traveled more than a thousand miles from his home in Austin, Texas to make contact with the girl. But when he arrived, police were already waiting for him and he was arrested on Saturday. Undercover sex crime detectives created a fake advertising on a website to which Nichols responded. <laughs> he deserved to get caught. Uh, an internet crimes detective then posed as a father and a mother as well as a youngster online. The ad referenced meeting experienced girls to learn new things from raising little ones. According to the arrest report, the ad was deliberately vague to encourage potential predators to take the bait. Nichols allegedly sent a number of emails to text to the detective who was posing as a girl and her parents. Orlando police say Nichols, who was married and has two young children of his own, then went to explicitly describe sex acts that he planned to perform on a child. The fake dad, uh, fake dad, oh, the fake dad, the detective. Right, the detective. Yeah, I was like, he a fake dad too? Um, explain to Nichols oh that he God. that he and his wife were trying to give that get their nine year old daughter into modeling and asked him what type of interest he had about the girl. When you say interest, are you asking generally or sexually? Nichols respond. Now see right then you should have known you was out of pocket. Nichols Nichols, Nichols said that he was fascinated. Yeah, he said he was fascinated with incest and that it was an extreme turn on for him. Oh, Nichols, Nichols turn. You want to ask them his own kid? Hey, y'all like kids, right? Some hey. Nichols hey. told the detective he wanted to have sex with the nine year old, but wanted to make sure the girl's parents were comfortable with it. 
he told the detectives posing as a father he would love to watch or participate nichols added i'm extremely respectful about all this and said he was planning a trip to orlando area soon and would like to meet the family so you left your kids you ain't take them to disney world right you was in florida Mm -hmm. he must have been taking the uh the florida project tour of orlando apparently so not the disney world the disney world tour the detective posing as a father then asked what nichols would like to do with the girl according to the arrest report nichols responded i would like to visit you all i'm interested in having sex with the child and the child's mother i'm oh i'm by so i'm what yeah i'm by so i'm open to some by play with you if you're interested (laughs) oh does the wife know about the by play how much could she possibly know about all this shit right if you're not that is fine i would maybe like to watch you have sex with the child be there touch and reassure her what then have sex with her myself would the child want to watch me with the mom he further texted i want to be respectful and just provide you all with a fun safe experience where i'm having sex with a child mm, very fun and safe what the- <clears throat> you know well safety first guys Tom. you know you know you didn't have to go a thousand miles for this experience with adults right after further you know graphic text messages between the fake parents and nichols the detective posing as a mom asked if he had a daughter and if he'd ever done anything as he described to his own children nichols said he enjoyed bath time with his own daughter but back then i never i would just never do anything y'all better check on them kids so he was saying he, he wanted to do it probably was scared of getting caught with his own kids Police said in the arrest affidavit that their investigation of Nichols began when he responded to an online ad. Nichols finally set up a meeting with the girl's parents in Orlando. At that time of his arrest, Nichols was found to have Sour Patch Kids, <clears throat> the candy, a bag of Skittles, okay, reasonable, and a bottle of lubricant. See, one of these things is not like the other, okay? Mm-hmm uh nichols has been charged in florida with attempted sexual battery of a child younger than 12 attempted lewd or lascivious conduct solicitation of a minor via via computer obscene communication and a lawful use of a two-way communication device he's currently in jail with bail set it just fifteen hundred dollars that's it wow in another state he traveled across state lines fifteen hundred dollars bail that's it <coughs> well anyway guys you effing kidding me if i was him i'd just say well listen guys i was playing devil's advocate and Mm -hmm. i was incorrect Mm -hmm. and it was just plain wrong and i like to apologize to everybody all right uh guess the race of what's his name mark nichols i'll go with my original um answer to catch a predator white all right all right steph quentin tarantino will defend me white Mm. oh Mm callback porcelain level ah! nambla member white they need to go back on this dude uh serial killer white fuck having any sense white nasty as fuck white this world ain't shit white keep yeah. keep austin weird white he listened to the chocolate factory the whole trip white Aww. horny honky <laughs> uh white woody allen white <laughs> disgustingly off white his hero is woody allen white i didn't know i couldn't do that white wow everybody went with white uh for this guy and everybody in this case was absolutely correct fifteen hundred dollars come on did it show on the screen yeah that's why fifteen hundred dollars i was like yeah fifteen hundred dollars he crossed state lines isn't it a federal crime or am i going crazy hey i mean well that's what it was on catch a predator maybe i don't know the laws i mean they didn't lock up a lot of niggas on catch a predator either 
damn that's him with his wife damn imagine her getting that phone call or imagine her watching the news Mm-hmm. you know it'd be like but i ain't seen my husband in days where you, you might be where she might be where he a thousand miles away she's yeah. already worried sick about him he calling home honey uh right I, i'm gonna need you to uh i need i need you to wire me about fifteen hundred dollars for what what could have ever happened this motherfucker uh all right last mm-hmm. one let's do some sword ratchetness guys all right and get out of here uh by the way if everything goes according to plan i got a reminder in the morning but tomorrow i guess should be janelle james so Yay. keeping a week straight of uh outstanding Yay. guests so a boulder boulder police boulder colorado uh search for sword wielded man who injured a person a man carrying a sword cut another man's hand in boulder on wednesday afternoon leaving him with a serious hand injury boulder police spokeswoman Lori ogden said police began receiving calls of a suspicious man with a sword in his backpack um around 3 30 p.m shortly after we got calls from wells fargo that a man was chasing someone with a sword the next time he was seen he was at 14th and canyon ogden said the man pulled out a knife out of the victim's backpack and slashed at the victim who held his hand up defensively sustained a serious injury in the process he was taken to the hospital she said the suspect disguised a 30 year old white man dressed in a black jacket carrying a backpack and a sword but he was not located Mm. that sounded like some like homeless beef mm. right so a knife in the backpack something, something, sword something happening anyway be safe out there in the colorado streets y'all right uh steph thank you so much for uh coming thank on the you, show baby. with us we appreciate you yes thank y'all you go and me go check her out and support her and do all the good things we do y'all yes the mocha minutes podcast you can find it wherever you find podcasts follow her on twitter mocha minutes i have it all in the show notes mm-hmm. along with the new uh t public store which like i said for the next day or so it should be a 14 dollars t-shirt sale mm-hmm. so i advise everybody take advantage mm-hmm. of that shit uh if you can and buy other shirts while you're there y'all always ask about my shirts like your shirts are so cool that's where i get a lot of them from mm-hmm. so go check it out t public mm-hmm. uh thank you everybody we appreciate you. you until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.